Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. And Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, here it is Friday, the 28th day of April. 2023, uh, thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That is Nikki D. That is me, TGIF. It is Friday. Nikki D. Nikki D. Really? I feel like singing. Uh, and there is Nelson. Yep, it was a long, as I've said before, here this morning or this afternoon. That okay. means it's going to be a good show. Gotcha. I got I to just do that every day and just fool him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't <laughs> so you? he'll be pumped. So Don't I walked you? in here and said, this show's going to suck for the next four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am going to do whatever I can to hot- <laughs> make sure this show's smart. Anyway, uh, your phone number, 916-909-0985. Feel free to use that over the next four hours. Good times ahead. Uh, including tickets for flogging Molly here at the end of this hour with Game of Tones, as well as Greta Van Fleet tickets towards the end of the program in the 6 o'clock hour when we do band class. Uh, stand by for that. Stay tuned. The Odyssey app, you should have it on your phones. You get the podcast, especially over the weekend, uh, as well as thebaileyshow.com and on social media. At Listen to the BS, give us a follow. We'll follow you back on the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook, and if you're a YouTube junkie, at the Bailey Show. So lots of stuff to watch on television, right? Of course, first and foremost, it would be the game. The game. The game. Going back to Golden State. And I, I heard. From a bird? Maybe from a bird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that the last game here at home at the Golden One Center, that uh, there are some things that happened that were uncharacteristic of the Sacramento fans. Really? So something went down that we don't know about. Well, you're going to know about it now because I know about it. Oh. I got the scoop. Oh. I got the sack scoop. You got the 411. (laughs) The sack scoop. Yeah. So here, I heard two different things. Okay. What's the first one? And if you were at the game at the Golden One Center, then you're probably going to, well, I I don't know. See, I, 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 I heard it from one person, so. Okay. <laughs> this is what I'm passing it on. <laughs> the first one, which would have driven me insane, is that there were a group of people sitting in not a box, but like a, uh, uh, what's the word he used? Lodge or loge? Loge. loge. Is what you're looking for. Is it loge. like a loge? It's like a special section? Yeah. Well, it, it's it's not quite a box, mm-hmm. okay. But it's better than a seat. Okay, got you. Understand. It's, it's that area, mm-hmm. you know. And right before the national anthem was sung by uh, some young lady, I guess. There's always that quiet, right? And you always get the ass jack that you know say, "Yeah, go king," you know, right? Something <laughs> like that, you know. It's not the time. It's not the time. Well, there is a group of people, from what I understand. That before the national anthem was sang, uh, sung, that they yelled out, F the Warriors! Wow. Now, again, let's talk about heckling. You know, there's, you don't need to use the curse word in the heckle. Mm-hmm. 
Because no. people want to bring their kids. And if you're one of those people that are heckling and you're dropping the F-bomb, like the overdrop of the F-bomb, you know, I don't think you should use it if you got the kids anyway. But And I love the F-word. I love it. Love it. It's my favorite word in the English language, but there's a right and a wrong time to use it. Overkill, yes. overkill makes you look dirty. Right. And you definitely don't want to do that before the national anthem. That makes you look even dirtier. Exactly. I wish more people took the national anthem seriously. I really, really do. You know, for years, I hosted a professional tennis tournament back in Atlanta. It was an ATP 250 called the Atlanta Open. And also, I hosted a tournament up in New York. Uh, Not the U.S. Open, but this was called the New York Open. It's now defunct, and now the Dallas Open. Anyway, the point is, is... Before each match, tennis tournaments go in sessions. There's a day session and then a night session. Mm-hmm. You would have the national anthem. Either someone would come out and sing it or they would just play oh, it on yeah. the thing and, and, and do your thing. But I would have to go out every time and say, everybody, please, I'd like to ask that you rise uh, for our national anthem. So after the first year, they didn't have in the copy, not that I need a copy, but they didn't have in the copy to take your hats off. I cannot stand it when people don't take their hats off. So did you automatically just say it yourself? Yeah, I made them put it in. Oh, okay. And I made them put it in the Jumbotron text as well. Okay. Uh, because I just find that extremely disrespectful. But now I've learned that there are rules that certain people are allowed to wear hats. I think if you are ex-military, you're allowed to wear hats. I think. I, th- I, th- I think if, if you're a woman, you might be. There's like all these little rules. If you're ex-military, you probably can wear a hat because one of the things in the military is we have to have a cover on uh, when we're outside. There you go. Uh, the only people that are technically allowed to hold their hat over their heart are the military. Oh. So when you take your hat off and you try and do that thing, you're like, oh, hold my hat over my heart. That's actually reserved for the military. You are supposed to put your hand over your heart and put your hat at your side if you are a civilian. Look at that. You learn something new every day. Every day. Either way, I know you're not supposed to say F the whatever team before <laughs> no, the national anthem. Definitely not. You definitely know, not. And, and, I, and, and I don't have a problem. You know, this is all kind of situational. Like, I don't have a problem. A lot of different sports organizations, they, they do something different during the national anthem. You know, like during the Braves, you're like home of the Braves, mm-hmm. and they put an S on it. If you go to a, a Baltimore Orioles game, as soon as they start the national anthem, it's oh for the Orioles. Orioles. Oh, okay. oh. So Can you see? Everybody's got something. Not everybody, but that's cool to have that camaraderie and just your own little thing. Again, F the opposing team is not part of that. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to stop that. You just let's, I'm sure you had a, a lot to drink, but that's just classless. And what's the other thing you heard? There was a big fight. Whoa. Inside yeah. the stadium or outside? Inside. Inside the venue. See, why didn't they report that anywhere? I don't know. Because they wanted us to think everything is staying peaceful, and it's not. Well, again, this is hearsay. I can't trust Was your source, source reliable? Uh, it depends. If you ask him, he is. We got to say allegedly. <laughs> I can either confirm or deny, but I am bringing it up on the radio to see if it, somebody else can confirm or deny. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're that person. If you were in the fight, let yeah. us know. If you were in the fight, let us know. Or uh, if you were the person, F the Warriors before the National Anthem, <laughs> let it go. I would have been so mad. Just the whole National Anthem thing when people, uh, it's, it's it's one of my biggest pet peeves. It's like we, we've got to have something in common. We've, exactly. We've got to have some respect. Not everything has to change because it's supposed to change. We have to. We all have to believe in at least one thing, 
and in common. Why not believe in something as pure as the national anthem? Exactly. We all here. We all live in this country. One thing for us to all come together on it and not be a deal. Yeah, just screw it. I, you know what? Uh, I've, and I've said this for years. I don't think at any major sporting event or any sporting event in general. Well, no major sporting event. You should have a celebrity or somebody come out and sing. I think the crowd should sing it. I mean, I like that idea, too, but you want a celebrity maybe to lead it and then encourage the crowd to join in. Well, they can do that, but I don't want them singing. But it's very hard to get a group, a big group of people like that to sing on key and on spot. Like, it'll sound crazy. Somebody will be singing this. Somebody will be singing that. That's why they have somebody lead Oh, I disagree. It. I think the more the, more the merrier. It's, it's less off key the more people because you're not going to hear the screw-ups. You know, just so. all the screw-ups will be one awesomeness. <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to work that way. Oh, say, oh, say, oh, say, oh, and it'll come out like, oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's like no. a British singer sounding American. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, this is a big weekend for all of us here on this program because, well, I'm already out of the Airbnb. You know, when we moved to Sacramento, I got this Airbnb for the whole show, figuring I was doing them a solid. And I did. Thank you. Um, but it's time for the for us to say goodbye to this Airbnb. I said goodbye to it a long time ago. Nikki's moving in with me. Nelson's got to move out on his on his own on his own. He found himself a apartment in Dirtyville. <laughs> <laughs> but but Nelson has a huge problem, Nikki D. Uh, he's he's moving into his new place tomorrow. But he's got a problem. <laughs> I'll tell uh, you what the problem is here in just a imagine. minute. Your code words for the VIP. For Aftershock and the hotel stay, it's happening like within seconds, so make sure you're paying attention right now, right? It's the BS on 98 Rock. Thanks to Pinchy on the Instagram who sent me, I guess this is the video that I was talking about, the fight at the last uh, home game. That was fast. Well, there's the confirmation we were looking for. Yeah, it's a good one, too. I mean, it's not a good one, but you know what I mean? It's a good one. It's a good quality. Well, I'm not talking about the footage. I'm just talking about the fight. Oh, the fight was good. Well, yeah. who was fighting? Well, it's not, men, it's, I don't want to say it was a good fight because you don't want people to be fighting in the stands. There's kids all around and stuff. But, yeah, I but mean, if you got to watch a fight, at I least mean, let it be a good fight. But right. That's that's what I was saying. But, you know, it's it's a good fight. <laughs> Bad idea. But, it's you know, it's not a good fight. Right. It's not a good idea to fight. Mm-hmm. But it's a pretty good fight. Is it men <laughs> fighting right. or women? No, it's men. Okay. And I, it looks like if, I mean, if I'm trying to figure this out it looks like there was some smack talk across the aisle mm-hmm. with uh some sacramento and golden state fans and then some dude comes from out of nowhere this little skinny guy from like rose up and just starts swinging and it starts this huge brawl Dang. and then you just see all these different people getting involved like one guy's holding this other guy back and this other guy's I mean, just getting pummeled. And then this dude gets hit, and he's like, cool with it. And he's like, please stop. And cool with it. <laughs> cool. Like, I'm fine. This guy's drinking. It looks like a Capri Sun and not even, like, doesn't even notice there's a fight in the row right behind him. <laughs> <laughs> he's minding his business. Yeah. That is the ultimate mind your business right there. Yeah. That's a shame. Mm. That is. I want to see the video. But this one guy wearing the number 30 jersey, I mean, he's going to be the one that's I mean, they're all they're all on camera, they're all on film, so they're all gonna get popped for this. But the guy with the thirty jersey, he's 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 pretty tough. Well, I'm sure they got <laughs> removed out of there. I would have been like, "All right, dude, you win. Let's get back to our seats." <laughs> 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 
We're straight. <laughs> I just saw what you did to that guy. I I I, I don't have time to stretch. I'm good. <laughs> I don't have time to stretch because you got to stretch before fighting. It amazes me. I mean, so like I mean, some of these people in this are, are younger guys, but some of them, are, like the guy in the the thirty jersey, he's probably early forties. You know, I mean, he just regulated. Uh, I don't know how he can do all this without stretching. I'm 47. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> he stretched before he got there just in case. That's what happened. Maybe the Curry jersey gives him, like, superpowers or something. But, <laughs> I, I, like, I'm looking at him going, dude, you're really athletic and limber for your age. Good for you. And, they and I stretch every – I stretch, like, three times a day. <laughs> and I still, I still would be like, no, 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 no. This ain't happening. The fact that they're throwing their money away is driving me nuts to hear it. Like they, those tickets cost a lot, and you're just in here fighting and getting thrown out. Oh, not to mention every beer that was spilled. Exactly. Oh. You know, you're looking at hundreds of dollars of alcohol and snacks that were just demolished. And how can you enjoy a basketball game after you just got beat up? And I just gave them such praises for seeing the two opponents in the, at the last watch party I attended. Anyway, everybody was so cool with each other. I don't. I never understood why when people get in fights like in the stands, you don't try to keep your feet. You know, like everybody looks like a newborn deer. You yeah. know, like on ice skates. Well, because most guys who are trained to fight know that they're trained to fight to end fights, not to start them. Well, this number, this guy wearing the curry jersey, he was trained to fight at basketball games <laughs> <laughs> because he's good. <laughs> I don't know who you are, sir, but. If I sit next to you, I want to be your friend. <laughs> if there's a problem, just let me know. <laughs> I'll keep my mouth shut. Anyway, uh, yeah, I just posted it on our Instagram. Well, somebody sent it to our Instagram at Listen to the BS. So I, I, I reshared it to the story. I don't know. I'll still oh, okay. have to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that good enough? Yeah, yeah. that's good enough. People that, will be able to go look at it. Was I a social media pro? You were. Yes. Yeah. Look at you. I'm going to bring this up a couple times. I, I, I know we don't have a lot of time to discuss this, but so our Airbnb uh, is done for, uh, I got it for two months, you know, so we've been here for two months. And. And and I, I got this Airbnb for Nikki D and, and Nelson and myself. I moved out early because we got into our place. Uh, Nikki's got a place, but she's going to be staying with me for a couple weeks until she gets in there. And Nelson was the you know odd man out, so he hurries up and finds a place. From what Nikki tells me, it's it's horrible. <laughs> it's not. It's not accurate. I mean, it's not horrible. It's good enough for Nelson. <laughs> It it was it was it was one of the houses. Have you ever seen Boys in the Hood? It was one of those houses. <laughs> Accurate. It's fine. I was wondering why they handed out flak jackets after I signed. Oh. But, but here, here's the problem. Did you know this, Nikki? He has no furniture. Well, I knew he didn't have any furniture right now, but I thought he'd have furniture like soon. Well, a month, more than a month. I don't go back to get the furniture until the, like the second weekend in June. Oh yeah. So you're you're gonna live in this place for at least a month without furniture? Oh. Uh-huh. I have an airbed. And you're good with all that. Oh, I mean, no. I would like a couch. <laughs> you would like a couch. So what are I you going like to do? I don't know. That's why I was. I figured I'd pose the, the question you got. I haven't had to, like. I would like a couch. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love couch. I haven't bought furniture in, God, a decade. Maybe, like, one chair. You know what I mean? When I outfitted my home in 2009 when I bought my first house. Did you try Facebook Marketplace? People usually give away couches. I was going to look there, and so that's the question I wanted to ask you guys. Do you think that I should go, like, the thrift angle? Like he said, Facebook Marketplace, an actual thrift store, whatever. All right. Well, if I'm I'm you. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> we're going to put ourselves in the Nelson exactly. shoes. Mm-hmm. If, if we were him. If we were Nelson. You could both fit. I, I would go to the Facebook marketplace and get something temporary, temporarily yeah. in place. Like I'm looking at comfy couch, hundred bucks, Rockland. Okay, you know, so for a hundred bucks, you can get. I mean, it's gonna have other people's butt juice all over it, and it's gonna probably stink probably bad. Well, let's. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Nelson's Nelson. See, here's the good thing about Nelson smelling is his smell is gonna outkick any other smell. Yeah, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. So, so any if he were to get the stinkiest couch on Facebook Marketplace, the stink in the couch would oh. be afraid. Of Nelson stink. I know. My friend scolded me the other day because I walked in the house on the phone and I said, what's that smell in here? Why does it smell like corn chips? And my friend's like, that was so mean. Why'd you say that to him? I'm like, I just want to know what smells like corn chips. I was making chips. rice. <laughs> rice doesn't smell like corn. I'm telling you, it was rice that you smell. <laughs> so where are you going to eat food at? I Just the counter in the kitchen. Like a like a like a bachelor, like a college kid. He's gonna eat it in his room. What are you what What are you How? asking that oh, for? That's true. You already know that's where he eats his food. Very true. Very true. You I don't on the <laughs> You don't want a chair or something for the. Well, I'm now that I'm looking up Facebook Marketplace, maybe I'll find myself a chair as well. All right, let me just put chair. How about just a lawn chair? How classy is that? Put a couple of those fold up lawn chairs. Here you go. Here you go. There's a free chair. Okay. A West Elm chair. I don't know what that means, but okay. It's a nice store. Uh, an Orange Fail. Okay. Now my next question is. So for a hundred and free dollars. hundred and free dollars. Mm-hmm. You can get a couch <laughs> and a chair. All right. Now you've got a furnished apartment. I can't wait for you to bring the ladies home. Well, how can I get it there, I was though? about to say, how is he going to get it That's there? That's my next question. Are you going to let him use your truck? Oh. You know, I'd love to. <laughs> He's busy that day. But my truck has this certain feature that it's a, a it's a retina display feature <laughs> unless you've got my eyes it just doesn't work for you <laughs> oh, are you kidding i wouldn't even ask to borrow his truck at best maybe i'd say hey do you got some time i'll kick you a little cash will you help me no, so, i would never ask to borrow so with uh with nelson's got what do you call the snack pack no i call it the crunch wrap crunch wrap okay this yes. is like 1993 ford explorer which i think is awesome because it's like so nostalgic it brings back i had a lot of good memories in the 90s ford explorer <laughs> But that one probably won't fit a couch in the back with a yeah, hatch. He won't. I can see him putting it on the top. I thought about it. No, he's already <laughs> done so much to that crunch wrap. He can't cause any more damage to that truck before he takes it back. Well, go on to Facebook. I just went last uh, two nights. Last night. Last night. Yeah. Last night I went and picked up some stuff from some nice people on okay. Facebook Marketplace. You think got to kick- make sure you don't get scammed. That's uh, it. Right. No. If I kick him a little extra cash, you think they might deliver? Yeah, some people do, actually. Some people do. See? All yeah, right. Some people do. Absolutely. Uh, I met some really nice people. I, I was looking for some uh, garage storage stuff, and I got lucky because they were moving just to another house in Roseville. And they had, I looked in there, you know, I was, I go, okay, that's the one I'm taking. Uh, ma'am, what about those other three? Those are nice. Mm. She goes, we want to get rid of those. I said, done. <laughs> I'm going to pick up the other two tomorrow. So, I mean, not everybody's a scammer. Like, when it comes to the furniture stuff, I think you're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to cars and and stuff like that, and you know, we're trying to sell a couch back in Atlanta, and and uh, my wife's getting some scammers. So yeah, I got a scammer too. when I got. Well, I didn't get a scammer. I got two end tables for my living room back in Atlanta, and it was pretty good. The people were legit. Mm-hmm. The furniture. So you got to vet them. Gotcha. You got to vet. What if he gets there and they're like, oh, I know it's free, but. <laughs> 
I just don't feel comfortable with you taking my gift. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. I don't want you to funk it up. <laughs> We've got a lot of good memories with this couch, and <laughs> that ass on those cushions just ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first round of headlines. Nikki D, what you got? I'm going to tell you the latest phone scam that's out and why you should keep a certain coupon. All right, uh, get you two top stories, big stories from today. And then after that, shortly after that, we'll play Game of Tones for those flogging Molly tickets if you want to stick around. All right, headlines here next. The BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. All right, here we go. First round of headlines, Nikki D. There's a new scam in town, so beware. H1. A phone scam in Oakland County tricked two people into thinking they were under arrest. The sheriff tonight telling people to be on the alert, especially as the scammers are asking for money. According to the Sacramento County Superior Court, residents have reported getting a call from an officer that's basically telling them they failed to appear for jury duty. The caller tells the victims that they need their credit card information in order for them to pay a fine. Now, some people that are kind of smart and catching on aren't giving their credit card information out. But what they have done is they've taken the money and put it in envelopes and mailed it over to the courts. So they said in December they they received about $3,000 and they were trying to figure out where this money was coming from. They will never call you for jury duty for anything dealing with court. It'll always be something in the mail. So Yeah, and you know, that's a good excuse if if – you don't pay a bill or, or you don't pay somebody mm-hmm. like and that. Just say, I thought it was a scam. Yeah. And just, that's why, because there, I, I get contacted by scammers for some reason. They love them some Jason Bailey. <laughs> and they ask me for a, t- a ton of different stuff. And every once in a while, there'll be a really, really good one. Mm-hmm. Like I had one. I it, it, It's weird because I very rarely shop at Best Buy. And I went there to before I did the cross country trip to get a dash cam put on my truck. I remember that, you know, and I wanted the wires professionally done and all that stuff. (laughs) And right afterwards, I get this email from the quote unquote geek squad saying that I owed like seven hundred and sixty seven dollars and thirty cents or something. I'm like, what? This is ridiculous. And they had the the email looked professional. It was like at Geek Squad, and it looked it, like it came from the actual they, company. And I'm like, there's just no way this isn't right. I'm like, but now I'm curious. So I called the phone number on the invoice, and this Middle Eastern guy picks up the phone, and he's like in a, a boiler room, mm-hmm. and you can hear all these different voices, like in the you, background are on you the phone. Kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always laughing when they call like that. And when 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 he picked up the phone, he's like, "Hello," and I, <laughs> I go, "Yeah." So, uh, yeah, I got this invoice from you guys, and I'm just cur- curious. What I mean, I know it now it's a scam. Like, I'm just curious on what it is. Oh yeah, uh, well, welcome to Geek Squad. Um, yeah, so uh, you know, in his accent, he goes, uh, "So, uh, how much was it?" He didn't even know. I was wow. Like, I was like, I told him the price. He goes, "Yeah, you can just send it." I go, "Look, here's here's the deal, dude." I go, "This is the worst. Like, if you're gonna follow through with the scam, wherever the hell in the world you're at, you can't be surrounded by a tribe of scammers." <laughs> That I can hear in the background. I can hear all of you scamming. I couldn't even get out the rest of my sentence for it. They're so rude. These scammers. Oh, they hang up as soon as you call them out. So rude. So rude. And they hang up. And if you want to know if somebody's a scammer or not, foreigners that, you know, these companies that do all this outsource stuff, which I cannot stand, cannot stand. Why you would hire. Now, look, 
Don't get this twisted. I'm not the I don't like everybody that doesn't speak English accent guy. I'm not that guy at all. But it is common sense that if you're going to hire someone for customer service, that's if you're catering to, let's say, Americans, you would want them to speak English. If you're catering to those that live in Mexico, you would probably want them to speak Spanish. Right. That makes sense. You can't have this overall blanket of broken English that's going to satisfy everyone. Because you can't understand most of the time what's being said, even even though I try really hard to. And even it, 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 it doesn't matter where you're from. It drives, I think this is a universal thing, everyone nuts when the person can't understand you. Exactly. Yes. It doesn't matter right. what language it is. It doesn't matter what language mm-hmm. it is. So uh, the, 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 the guy, you know, they don't like cuss words. <laughs> Foreigners don't like cussing at all. That you know, if you and this is a way to tell if they're a scammer or not. If they sit through you cussing, they're a scammer. Mm-hmm. If they if they give you a warning, sir, we will not have vulgarity, mm-hmm. profanity in this conversation. If so, I'm going to have to disconnect the call. They're legit. They're legit. They're working for a legit company. That's yep. the way to tell a foreigner scammer or not. Mm-hmm. You know, just cuss. Right. Just start cussing. I don't know. <laughs> I can't help but do that when they call anyways. <laughs> Just start cussing. All right. Uh, be careful. Don't get scammed. What's your second one? Don't throw away those Bed, Bath, and Beyond coupons just yet. H2. I know you want to use it. Get a discount before they close. Ooh, 20% off any one item. But you're too late now. Don't you know? What is this? She found it. What is this? <laughs> this is great. Wait till the end. Now closing. Store is now closing. That's just a parody video, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's funny. Bed Bath & Beyond um, announced earlier this week that they were going bankrupt, their stores are getting ready to close down, and that they were going to stop accepting those big blue 20% off coupons on Tuesday. Well, if you still have them, do not throw them away. Um, big Lots and the Container Store are now going to take those coupons that's if you smart. have them. That's smart. It is. You have to go in the store, though. They will not take them online. Big Lots will take them until May 7th. You get 20% off any purchase or $50 or more. Um, and the Container Store will give you 20% off a single item through May 31st. Yeah, they're trying to get their people. Yeah. That's brilliant. That is mm. a great idea. Yeah. I don't have any currently, I don't think. I don't either. If I did... I wouldn't spend it. I'd keep it. I think this is going to be those coupon. Those coupons are going to be like something that in fifteen years you'd be able to sell. Oh yeah, piece of memorabilia. Yeah, like like yeah, just you think so? Yeah, think about this. I, I don't know if you remember this or not, but back in the eighties when McDonald's used styrofoam. I remember that. Right? The best one was the fish fillet, that light blue styrofoam, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it was fun because you could poke holes in it, and it was great because McDonald's has that really good ketchup, and yep. it's yes. your fries slid well in the styrofoam and stuff <laughs> like that. They got rid of the styrofoam because it's, it's bad for the environment. People sell the old McDonald's stuff online wow. for a lot of money. Well, because it's part of. You know, it's part of Americana. It's part of part uh, of history. Growing history. up, yeah, sure. The whole thing, nostalgia, and all that stuff. I don't know if people are gonna feel the same way about coupons. I'm though. telling you, whether we're together or not, in 15 years, I want you to reach out. I, I will. I want I, you to I'll put it in your out. calendar right now. 
<laughs> 15 years, April 28th. 2023. The, uh, well, no, it'll be uh, 2028. 20, 20, yeah, put that in your Google calendar and just reach out to Bailey. <laughs> reach out to Bailey. <laughs> if I had one, I'd go straight to Big Lots. I got lots of things I need to purchase. Just save one. I'm telling you, it's just save one. It'll be worth something. So Maybe not a lot of money, but it'll be worth something to somebody someday. Maybe. Yeah. I'd still spend mine. It's the you know it's the end of the brick and mortar days. Oh, for sure. They're all going away. It's That's very, so sad. Very very sad. Very very sad. All right, flogging Molly will be here September first with the Bronx and guests at the Hard Rock Live, courtesy of Live Nation. Those are the tickets. Uh, if you want to get in on Game of Tones, just make sure you're 21. Yeah, 21 or up. So the topic this week is what? Purple. Purple. For the Kings. For the Kings. Purple for the Kings. Okay. Uh, there'll be noises, sounds, tones, if you will. If you pick me. I Did I win last week? No, you did not. No, but you are still the reigning, <laughs> right? Because you're not No, you did not. No, no, no. I am the reigning Tony You are the Tony. reigning champion, but you did not win last night. I won, and I'm going to be going for a Tony okay, Tone. Well, we didn't play last night, but last <laughs> week, yes, I did not I did not win. Mm-hmm. You're going for a Tony Tone, but I am the current Tony Tone Tone t- t- champion. <laughs> <laughs> Remix. <laughs> you got to remix. It. All right, so you can pick me to play for you. You can p- uh, pick Nikki D to play for you. And our special celebrity guest this week will be a new <laughs> hire here at Odyssey. It is Complex. That's what he goes by. Yes. Complex. Complex is the, hold on, I got his title here. Brand he is manager. the brand manager for 1025 KSFM. Mm-hmm. Yep. As one of our sister stations. He's pretty slick, too. He's a cool dude. He's very excited to play. I hope he does better than our buddy Charlie last week. Oh, Charlie. I love him so much. Charlie is so dear. Poor Charlie quit after. (laughs) Been working here for 60 years, and he quit after the bit. All right. 916-909-0985. Do need some players. Game of Tones here next. The BS on 98 Rock. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Oh, oh, oh. I know that sound. Hear ye, hear ye. Dost thou knowest thy sounds? Then venture forth to engage in a spirited competition of Game of Toes. Welcome back. Flogging Molly tickets up for grabs on a Friday edition of Game of Tones. It's the most exciting radio game in the history of radio for this hour on this day in this city. And it is. And it is. And it is. And I'm ready to win. My name's Jason Bailey, the reigning champion of Game of Tones is Nikki D from last week, but not the Tony Tone Tone champion, which is Wall. Right, but I'm coming for a Tony Tone this week. I understand. There's Mm -hmm. Nelson, and we're about to play our special celebrity guest this week for Game of Tones. Yes, that's who you are. Uh, He goes by Complex. He is the new brand manager for 1025 KSFM here in Sacramento with Odyssey. Welcome to town and welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. Thank you. You, you. Excited to be here. You know how this works, right? Yes, I know how this okay, works. Okay, you know how this works. So I he's sneaky over there. Um. He's, I think he's gonna <laughs> I think he's gonna be a player. You know, <laughs> poor Charlie last week. He got to quit, I, packed up his house, left town. <laughs> he set the bar low. So I, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm happy about that. Uh Rick and Sack, how are you, my brother? Who you got? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good, sir. Who who you got playing for you? Either me, Nikki, or Complex. I got you, brother. All right, man. Hang on, Nick. Uh, Rick, not Nick. Rick. Uh, there's Tyler in Marysville. Who you got, Tyler? 
I got Nikki. Let's got go. Nikki. Sound right. excited, Tyler. Saving the best for last. Trenton and Sack, you got complex, all right? I got the complex. There you go. Work hard for you. Work hard for you. Look, he sound more excited than my player did, and I'm the I won last week. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, but it's just. I mean, we've been doing this so it's, you don't win very often. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, complex. Your buzzing sound will be what? Bark. Bark. Not mm-hmm. an actual bark. Just you're gonna say bark. I'm just gonna say bark. Okay. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And Nikki D. Faith. And I've got a. All right, I'll make sure about I, that one. I get off the microphone so I don't over-modulate, as I've been mm-hmm. told I'm doing. The topic this week, according to Nelson, is purple in support of our Kings tonight, playing away in gold, at Golden State, of course. Game f- five, right? Yeah. No, game six. Game six. six. Game six. All right, game six. Purple. Now, remember, complex. You get a point for everyone you get right, and you get two points for songs. So you get a point for the artist and a point for the title. You have about five seconds to get all this stuff in. All right? Nelson, take it away. Here is your first tone. I love Bang. you. Nikki D. That is Barney. That would be correct. Oh, 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 Stress oh. the knee on that. <laughs> this next tone is worth two points. Faith. Nikki D. That will be Purple Rain by Prince. God, I was wow. I was waiting for that. Like the whole, like I know we just started, but I was that's waiting. That's two points. That, I was waiting for that. Okay, thank you. I'm thank sorry, that you very much. Two dings. I was going to give it to you just because you went. I saw you move, and I made you made like some kind of half noise. <laughs> Nothing came out. You know why? <laughs> she scared me. <laughs> she scares me. She scares me. <laughs> this is your next tone. Dinky winky, winky, winky. Bark. That would be complex. Teletubbies. The Teletubbies oh. is dang. Correct. I didn't know Teletubbies. Uh, I, I didn't get that. <laughs> Tinky Winky being the purple Teletubby on that one. All right, here we go. How about this one? Oh, my life. I Faith! <laughs> Nikki D. <laughs> that is the color purple, baby. I was waiting for that oh, one. Oh, my life. I, I had to fight. I don't know. Is it titled the cover color purple baby? <laughs> so I have always awarded. Let's, let's, let's be tight on these answers. Okay, please. <laughs> If you can't if you can't host it, then I'm Sounds taking it away. Like I, a loser to me. I have given you, Bailey, points in the past when you have given me too much of the title. So Boom. Next. Next tone. Boom! Bailey. Purple Haze. Okay. And who would that be by? That is Jimi Hendrix. And that would be correct. Bite my purple eggplant. <laughs> <I ain't> bite <laughs> nothing. <laughs> How about this tone? Woo. Nikki D. Uh, a B. That Woo. is incorrect. Woo. Bailey? That is a vibrator. That is also incorrect. That would have been a good one, though. God, I didn't even think vibrator. Anyone? Five? Can I just try? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just so you got bark first. The you got a bark? Bark. Yeah. bark. Okay, they're complex. The dryer's done. Oh, oh. not the dryer. Play it again. Play it again. I'll play it for you one more time. Faith. Nikki D. A needle gun. No, it's purple something. Needle gun. No, go ahead. Uh, what is it? You're right. That would be a uh, tattoo. Oh! So needle gun. I don't know that I can accept needle uh, gun. I got a needle gun. No. Judges, I no. think needle gun. I don't tattoo know that I... gun. You Ta- use a needle gun to tattoo. I, but I've never heard it called that. I've only heard it called a tattoo gun. I agree. I, so I agree. I agree. I would love to. Agree. I agree with Nikki, but Nelson said he sets the rules. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? I asked, I asked George. I mean, well, I said it. I was on a talk show. Yeah. Right. And the guy asked me if there were any directors I wanted to work with. I go, hey, George Lucas. Ooh, Nikki D. That is Samuel L. Jackson. That would be correct. 
I don't know. What the hell does purple have to do? Samuel L. Jackson had the purple lightsaber in Star Wars and was given a lot of um, grief about it. Okay, this is like I'm. A, this is Nelson being too cool for the room. <laughs> Let's simplify this stuff, dude. We got to work on getting your brain this way. That's too much. He's got the lightsaber of funk. Two points for mm-hmm. this next tone. You just woo, Bailey. That's um. I didn't just play that, by the way. Five, four, three, two. Don't get close, man. Where are you going to hit me? (laughs) I need it. I'm going to take my tongue, too. I don't know what you want. Do you want to? Go ahead. They're not going to know it. I can't think of it. It is Smoke on the Water. Smoke on the Water. Yes. Yes. Smoke on the Water. uh, Deep Purple. Deep Purple. How do you know we didn't know it? Okay, what is it? I, you, I, even after saying it, tell me what it is. Sheesh. No, we ready to go on okay. now. Yeah, that's what I thought. Tell me this. Tastes really, really grapey. I mean, it is 100% grape juice. Faith. Uh, Bailey. That is Kool-Aid. Faith. Faith. Nikki D. That is Welcher's grape juice. Mm, whoa, Nikki D. whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Welch's grape juice. Welch's grape juice. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, not Welcher's. Is not Welcher's. It's not Welcher's grape juice. It's Welch's. I think that might be a part of the country Come you're on. from. Uh, I've never heard Welch's. It's spelled Welch apostrophe S. There's no R at the end of it. Welch's. Welch's. That's, that's cheating. That was the Welch's you grape juice. No, it's, 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 it's fine. Well, it's I'm going to start calling you. No, I can't say that. That sounds like a bad word. Two points for this <laughs> next, <laughs> next tone. Let me save you here. Bark. Complex. Purple Hills. D12. You got one Whoa. right. Bailey. Faith. That is. Mm, well, go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you have one chance now. I need a judge's call on something. Um, The Purple Hills. That would Faith. be incorrect. Before I go to Faith, I will get you next after I go to the judge real quick. He gave me the radio edit title. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, then yeah. I'm so sorry, Complex. That would be two points yeah. to you. Was, Excuse me. I was going to say, I was like, do we go dirty version? It took me a second yeah. to remember that that was the radio edit. Yes, D12's Purple oh, pills. pills on the radio or Purple Pills okay. on the album. No idea what you're talking about. How about this tone? Uh, one moment, please. Ooh. Faith. <laughs> that's Alice in Wonderland. That would be correct. Huh. What's that have to do with purple? The Cheshire Cat. Nothing. That is the Cheshire Cat. Mm -hmm. Complex. Over my head on that one. Nothing. Me too. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite. How about about this? Can you tell me this tone? And there's no use jumping out the window this time, toots. The plane of the future is going to make you history. Whoa. Bailey? Thundercats. That would not be Thundercats, no. (laughs) 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 It's somebody that's purple. It is. Um, It is a superhero supervillain, actually. I'll give you a clue. Purple superhero supervillain. It's a supervillain, yes. I'm just going to try and say Skeletor. Uh, I need a bark. We don't hear you, Complex, unless you bark. Bark, bark. That's a good one, but it is incorrect. It would be the Joker. Oh, looking for the Joker. That's sound like the Joker. That is Mark oh. Hamill's Joker from the uh, animated series. Yes. Okay. God, I hate it when you give me that noise. Mm. Bailey, two points possible for this tone. Oh, oh man, I know this. Woo, Bailey. That's Stone Temple Pilots. Okay, and that is plush. That is incorrect. Oh, uh, Faith. 
Nikki D. It's purple plush. No. That's <laughs> <laughs> also incorrect. <laughs> On a Sunday afternoon. Two, one. From the album Purple, that would be the Interstate they Love Song. song. Son of a bitch. How about this, Purple Town? Let's count the bets and find out. Bark. Faith. That would be complex. Count, dro- count the count from Sesame Street. That is the one. Oh! The count. What's the score? So you all are tied with four, and I'm winning with six. Right, plenty of time. How about this supervillain? I know what I must do. Bark. I- complex. Thanos. Thanos would be correct. Whoa, 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 whoa. Complex. Is <laughs> he purple? He is purple. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This oh. is giant purple man. How about this? I don't know. Nobody knows. Mm-mm. That would be from the movie Inside Out. The awesome. Disney movie Inside oh. Out. Yes. Cool. I know Inside Out. I seen that once and I fell asleep. I know. I awesome. love that movie. I don't remember that part though. Keep about- coming with some more cartoons, please. Oh. I, Jesus. I think there's only one other cartoon left. Here is a super villain again, and we're done with them after that. Who are you pretending to be? Bruce Wayne. Whoa. Eccentric. D- Bailey. Purple Riddler. Mark. Screen complex. Catwoman. Catwoman is correct. She's what in she's black. She's depends on what version you're looking at. The comic book version and the campy version that you like, she is purple. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot be disappointing. Where's Nate? You want me to start having him send him to me? I please. (laughs) Oh god, I don't even want to play this one. Well, I saw the thing coming out of the sky. Faith! Nikki D. The purple people eater. Okay. Oh, very good. Boom. Yeah. You're not going to get who it's by, so we're just going to have to go one point on that. <laughs> you can take a stab at the dart, but you won't. Velvet McAllister. <laughs> well, how did he get? No. no. Sheb Woolley is the, the uh, artist of that. How about this character? In pain, in need. This one longing to be thin. Faith! Nikki D. That's Ursula. That is mm-hmm. Ursula from, from the, the Little Mermaid. The new Little Mermaid coming out at the end of this month as well. Please How about in this segment? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You're not okay. Oh yeah. Oh. Complex. Kool Aid Man. The Kool Aid Man. Oh, is correct. that's yes. what I had before. The Kool Aid Man is correct. Yes. How about this tone? And it's nothing like memory foam. It's a totally Whoa. unique. Bailey. That's that mattress. What mattress? <laughs> well, it's, it's called purple. And it is yeah. the purple mattress. Oh, yes. you just yeah. guessed that. No, I, th- I saw it in my head. <laughs> you totally guessed that. No, I, I really did. <laughs> I could see it. Okay, are you ready for your next tone? Okay, mm-hmm. what movie is this? Listen well, all of you. The princess shall indeed Bark. grow. Complex. Sleeping Beauty? Sleeping Beauty would be oh, correct. Oh, I knew that was Sleeping Beauty. I think we're playing this game for his kids. No. I, I have no kids, I, I, by the way. Complex. I think you produce, or produce, produce for your children. Me and Complex are tied with eight, okay. and Bailey has five. All right, I'm out. This is the last one. The last one. <sighs> Tiebreaker. Uh-oh. Give me something good, Nelson. Mm. Here is your tone. If you could taste the sun, rain, 
fresh air, if you could taste tradition and pride, this is what it would taste like. Mark? <laughs> Complex? I would say the raisins. Like, oh, California raisins would have been Faith? good. Now. Yeah. Nickety? It's what it'll taste like, uh, jelly. <laughs> okay. Is that right? It's Smucker's jelly. <laughs> wow, congratulations. Thank God it's over. I'm, I'm very disappointed <laughs> there wasn't a grimace question uh, in here. Uh, that was the, I had a grimace once uh, at the very end there. Tyler, Sorry. congratulations. You got flogging Molly tickets, all right? Sweet, thank you. All right. Oh, you put up a little fight there, Ooh. Complex. You almost beat me. Beat me? Ooh, Nicely did, done. You. Been swinging. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm the new guy, so I had to prove yeah. myself here. I got to be completely honest with you. I checked out about seven minutes ago. <laughs> I was done with the bit. I was done with it. Oh, oh, right. oh, oh. Uh, Tony Tone. Tony Tone. Coming for you. You know, unfortunately, though, you're out next week. Yeah, but I'll be back. It doesn't matter. You have to be consecutive. <laughs> Play. Who's oh. playing in my spot? You playing for me next week? No. Mickey is. Mickey's playing for me? Yeah, but she's not playing for you. She's playing for her. Oh, oh no. Oh, see, now you're finna try to make the rules tricky. That's always been the rule. That but yeah, but who, if the, the person's rule. playing for you win, then you still get the they've, title. They've ne- Okay, that's fine. She'll play for you. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Charlie's playing for you. <laughs> <laughs> I want Complex to play for me. <laughs> Complex wants to come back, probably. Yeah, we're going to go with Charlie. We're going to go with Charlie. <laughs> Uh, all right, so a story to share and a question to ask. Uh, maybe you know the answer to this. When, if ever, do you start caring about your job? Should be when you get the job. Uh-huh. Or before, when you apply for it. <laughs> what if it's a career? There's a difference between a job and a career. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying now. So when and if do you ever start caring about a job, and particularly a job? I think you, everybody should care about their career, but a job. I don't know. I still think I cared about my job. I've got too. a story that how I came up with this question. If anybody wants to answer it, uh, you know, like seasonal, part time, not something that you want to do forever. Not judging it. I'm just saying, you know, there's a difference between job right. and career. Right? There is. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. It's the BS on ninety eight rock. I'm being told that video that was shared to us earlier. We we're talking about the fight uh-huh. the game five. Yeah, game five. Mm-hmm. At the Golden One Center was actually from game the Game Four watch party. Oh, okay. so I don't know what to believe now. Now we have conflicting stories. Conflicting, we've conflicting con- stories. Conflicting stories, Nikki. We D. don't know the truth. We don't know the truth. <laughs> anyway, I, I was told there was a big fight, Game Five, uh, on top of some uh, individuals that decided to say F the Warriors right before the national anthem, which is really classless. I mean, you can say that, like, you know, against the, the team, I get it, but not right before the national anthem. That's kind of... Then we had some weirdo call the show and was like, F the national anthem and F the Warriors. Yes, and it was a woman. A I was so shocked. I was like, uh, okay. I think she was on that fentanyl. Mm. She was on something. She definitely sounded <laughs> I don't like even it. know what that means. I don't even know what it does to you. I know it kills you. <laughs> You're a little sleepier, usually. Uh, so, so I, I, I had to an issue, a situation today, and I, I have a tendency to have this often because I'm a, a stickler when it comes to customer service, but I'm even more a stickler when it comes to common sense. And it, you know, when it's not the person's, I don't necessarily blame the person in the position when they do stupid things. It's the people that are supposed to train them, you know, like management never gets their ass handed to them the way they should. 
What, when their employees don't know something about the job or what they should be doing? Right, yeah. The, the, the troopers are just following the lead, and if the lead's not good, then the troopers aren't going to be good. But the, the leads never, you know, beat up for it for whatever reason. So um, I, mean, I asked this girl today, I'm at the gym, and I asked this girl today, I said, uh, some, something's wrong with the Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, you know, something's wrong with your Wi-Fi. It's, it's, it's not working. Do you think you could restart the router? Why is that funny? Because people used to ask me that all the time at the hotel. Like, sir, I am not AT&T. No, I cannot. That is the craziest question ever. What's AT&T got to do with it? Like, that's not our job. We don't restart routers and all that. Like, we call the cable, internet, whatever people out. They do that stuff. We don't do it. Do you know it's literally just pushing a button? No, I'm not doing it. Get somebody else to do it. Why would you not do it? I we I didn't do it. I never did it. But is it because because you, I'm assuming it's because you didn't know how to do it? Well, number one, I did not know how to do it. I go. didn't even know where it was located. <laughs> and when asked by management, that's not something that we do. It's not our job. Okay, so what did you tell the people? That I would report the issue and uh, somebody would get on it when they can. Unacceptable. No, it's not. And, and that's my point is when, if ever, do you start caring about your job? That was a job. That was not a career for you. That was a job. That was filling the gap between then and now. I understand what you were trying to do, but mm-hmm. it was not your long-term goal. And I'm assuming for this young woman, it's not her long-term goal either. I doubt it. So I asked her, I said, hey, can you restart the router? She kind of responded very similar <laughs> to what you just did. I knew she didn't know what I was talking about. Like, exactly. You know, that's okay not to know. It's okay to admit that you don't know. Sure. But what you say afterwards is very, very important. And instead, and she says to me, she goes, um, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't think she said she didn't know how to do it. She said she couldn't do it. Uh, and she goes, and then she said the same thing. I don't even know where it's at. And I said, okay, fair enough. I said, but there's like six other people that work here. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, they don't, I don't think, and she goes, I don't think, and I hate that when people say, I don't think, mm. I don't think they know either. And I just, you know, I was like, I'm almost done. It's not worth my time. But what I wanted to do, and sometimes I'll do this. And this is when I become the bad guy, even though I'm just trying to help <laughs> is pull this young lady aside and say, look. You might not know, and that's fine if you don't know, but don't tell, you know, a customer or a client that you think something's going to happen or you think other people know this or you think unless you know, don't say it. And I'm glad that you did not do that, because if you pull somebody aside and say what you just said now, they will probably curse you out. And that's sad. They should. When I was a kid, I got pulled aside all the time and I listened I listened to people that were older than me, that were more seasoned, that had been there and done it. Now, I might not have done what they said, but I listened. And a lot of times I would just do it my own way, but with their advice. But you're calling her a kid. Was she a kid or was she an adult? Well, I mean, I'm 47. She was like probably 21. That's a kid. That's That's not a kid. That's still a grown adult. And you don't tell them, don't ever tell somebody what you think. No, all you had to do was say, well, can I speak to a manager and talk to them? And that's the problem is that you think somebody just because they're legally of adult age is an adult. There is a difference between somebody that's lived longer and somebody that hasn't. Look, I've been doing this job for a long time, right? And I think I know what's going on with this job. But if there were somebody and there's plenty of people in this building, Pat Martin, for example, Charlie, for example, they've been doing a lot longer and have been very successful. If they were to pull me aside at any day 
any given day, say, I was listening to the show. Here's what I would suggest. I'm not going to, are you kidding me? I'm going to sit there and go, thank you, sir. I appreciate you taking the time and giving me that advice. Even after doing this for 30 years, somebody of that stature that has been doing it that long, because that's called respect. So what? why didn't you say it to her if you felt like you had the right to say it to her? Why didn't you? Because when I looked in that girl's eyes, I saw the wall behind her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. she, she was just like, dude, please move on. please." So what she should have done is she should have said, uh, not I think, uh, I don't think anyone else knows. Let me go and ask to I find agree. out. That's what she, That's all I wanted. That's all I want people to do. You go to the grocery store and you're like, hey, where can I find the butternut squash? Let me see. I don't know. It might be over there. Mm. I think they have it here. But you pick and choose when you get annoyed with people not knowing things. Because mm. at your little favorite spot to eat, you're perfectly fine with them knowing nothing. Because you like it there. She really has an So you really grind. are picking and choosing here, with I feel. Mouth. Maybe. It just depends. It's not, not depend- Maybe you are. No, 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 no. It doesn't, depends you are. Not the mood. It's just maybe the spot that I'm in. Mm-hmm. No. It's just the place that you're in. And whether you like it or you don't like it, that's all it is. The girl didn't know whether or not they had sugar. She didn't know what was on the menu. She don't know what come on the salad. She didn't know nothing. Mm. And you were so happy about it. Like, oh, it's fine. Just let me add this and add that. And, oh, <laughs> look, here's the sugar. Like, so. you completely <laughs> cared none at all. I think but so. you're mad at this girl at the gym. I think something was wrong with that girl, though. So I just felt bad for you. <laughs> oh, okay. No. See how he's some, mixing shoes. Some of us support the Special Olympics and some of us don't. <laughs> you obviously know who the charity giver is here on the show. Oh, my gosh. That girl could have been having the same type of day where she just didn't know and whatever. She no, she was fully functional. She was fully functional. It just, you know, like, I, I want to pull him aside. I want to help him. This is, what's that line, like, in Shawshank, Samuel L. Jackson? You know, I'd like to talk to that young man. No. I'd like to pull him aside. <laughs> you know, like he's talking to his younger self. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you know, that's the thing. I, there's, there's a gap that's missing of trying to, like, the, for somewhere down the line in the past, like, 30 years or so, it was, I refuse to listen to anyone uh, no matter what. And especially if they're older than me, because that means they don't know, which is like so stupid. It's the opposite. Mm-hmm. I, I'll never forget it. My son's um, uh, his graduation. This little roly poly girl gets up on the stage and she's like the I don't think she was the valedictorian. She was like the salutatorian, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. second the place. Second. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Nowadays, they've got like 30 people that are a dictorian. Right. You know, they everybody wins the dictorians. <laughs> We'd like to bring our dictorians up on stage and like, the entire class marches up there. Like, hey, thank you very much. And they all give a speech. This girl gets up there and I'll never forget the end of her speech. And she says, she goes, look, we appreciate parents, teachers. We appreciate all or no parents. We appreciate all the advice that you've given to us over the years. But stop. We got this. Thank you. And that was the way, like, Uh, she ended. I wanted to throw a rock at that girl. I'm like, yeah, so if I'm your mom, I'm not paying your cell phone bill anymore. I'm not paying your car insurance. I'm not helping you get an apartment. If you need money when you go to college, if you're going to college, you need gas, you're SOL, sweet, sweetheart. It's not happening. But these are how kids think. And this is how we thought when we were kids, too. You're just somehow forgetting how you thought when you were a child. My friend's 10-year-old daughter told her just a few nights ago, you can't teach me everything. Some stuff 
I just have to learn on my own. And that's how people's mindsets are, and that's how they feel. And you're not going to be able to change them by talking to them in the gym. Morgan Freeman, not Samuel. Oh, I just sorry. got a text I'm from A-Ron. I, <laughs> I wasn't every- going to bust you out. Uh, we're not bust every- everything we've talked about. That's what you're going to correct me on? <laughs> really? I wasn't going to bust you out. I was going to let you have that. But and, and, I, and I don't disagree with that, Nikki, that there's, they have to. everybody has to learn stuff on their own. I know mm-hmm. I did. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. But if you have somebody that's willing to give you free advice, why would you not take it? Is is there something behind it? Like, is there just this big mistrust that I'm afraid they're going to give me bad advice? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't think no. people are ready to receive advice anymore. I not think you from everybody. It. Not from everybody. No. It seems like not from anybody anymore. There are times where I'm able to to talk to somebody, give them a piece of advice, pour into them is what I like to call it, and they will listen to every word I say. There's sometimes when I'm having a conversation and I know the person I'm talking to, they do not want to hear what I'm saying, and I just shut up. You just got to read the room. She ain't want to hear it. It's the, I got to tell you, one of the best feelings, especially as a dad, is when your daughter recites some advice that you give her. Oh, yes. Oh, man. We were sitting at the dinner. This was a while back. I forget what it was, though. And it was something about money. And she just spit out what I said. And she goes, I learned. And she looks at me and she's like, I learned that from you. And I went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Tearjerker. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you were listening. Thank you very much. That kind of thing. I'm going back there on Monday. And what, try to give her more advice? I say, how's that Wi-Fi thing going? <laughs> now you're going to taunt the girl. Oh, and here's the other thing. Actually, it, since I asked her that, if I go back, I'm going to ask her if she found the router. Because that's what you would do. You would find out how to reset it. Mm-hmm. And she's going to tell you no. Because she didn't care. Then she didn't I'm, ask anybody Then I'm going to pull her aside. <laughs> Why won't you just talk to the manager? Just like Morgan Freeman did in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That's correct. All right, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to give you some Kings Game 6 predictions, and I'm going to tell you where a woman received 150 power rates. 150? 150. 150 power rates in here? 150 power rates. Oh, part of the Jackson 5. Yeah. Okay, got it. Got it. <laughs> Movie reference, movie reference. All right. Uh, give us a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. This would be round two of headlines. Nikki D. Game six is tonight in the King versus Warriors series. H3. The Warriors, eight-point favorites tonight against the Kings. They can end the series with a W. Shannon, do you give the Kings any shot? I give them a milk chance, 2%. Yeah. That's it. Um, It's not not the same team with De'Aaron Fox, Andrew Skip. Wow, that's not very nice. It is not. The the basketball guru, sportsy people are trying to count the Kings out for tonight's game, but I still feel as though they can definitely pull this win out. They need to win the next two games to be able to advance on to the next round of the playoffs. Um, The game's going to start tonight about 5 p.m. in about 20 minutes. If you are locally in the area, um, our friends down at ESPN 1320, D-Lo and KC are having a watch party that starts at 5 p.m. at the public house downtown. So if you need somewhere to watch the game, check it out. I want to know how they came up with 2%. 
I know. Like, if I'm sitting on that panel, I'm like, break that 2% down for me there, smarty pants. Yeah, all he went on to basically ramble about was the, the scoring and how um, Fox isn't playing well with his finger being broken, which I thought he did pretty good with his uh, injury. So, And he's saying Sedonis isn't playing well as 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 well as that was another one of his points. What if those guys listen to those dudes and just like, oh, I'm going to show him tonight. I definitely would. 2%. <laughs> you can take that and put it in your katukas. Because he has such a big mouth, that dude. Oh, my gosh. All he does is talk trash. I don't know. Who are you talking about? The guy we're- Shannon. Yeah. He's but, on uh, he's one of them big broadcasters on ESPN. Was that oh, Shannon Sharp? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> he has a big mouth. Mar- a bunch of marbles in there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was Shannon Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's who that was. <laughs> All right, second headline. More free groceries are showing up on another person's doorstep, H four. So it all started yesterday when I got a knock at the door. There left was a bag of four times Powerade. I didn't think much of it, but then five minutes later, it happened again and again and, and again. So a lady now in Sydney, Australia, started getting packages delivered to her front door, which included Gatorades, Powerades, Coke, and Fantas. Now, initially, I thought maybe the company put in a wrong address and they were dropping off their products to her by mistake. But she says that they were coming through DoorDash. And so she contacted DoorDash and they told her that she could keep it. Um, They weren't sure where they were coming from. She didn't have to return them. She ended up with 150 bottles. So she donated most of it. Like they came from a restaurant? No, they just They come from the store. When you yeah, it's packages like big packages of Gatorades and Powerades. Well, I understand, but that DoorDash doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. That would be uh, what's the what's no the, DoorDash will DoorDash DoorDash does. will pick up they, from a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Yes, really? Uber Eats will too. Yeah, really. They've mm-hmm. all started incorporating that into their delivery packages. What's the place that uh, everybody's using during the pandemic? Instacart. Instacart. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Yeah, but now Uber Eats and DoorDash will stop by a convenience store, a grocery store, all of those things. Yep. Really? They're giving them some competition. Do they bring alcohol to you? Yes, they will. Get out of here. Well, that mm-hmm. I didn't know. Yeah, they will bring, Uber Eats will bring alcohol. Uh, I had to sign for a package. That's how I know, personally. L- learn something new every day. Yep. Yeah. So this say. is like the second time this has happened, right? The other guy was getting a bunch of stuff to his house. But the other people were in the U.S. This person is in but, Australia. Yeah. I feel like this is a copycat that may have saw like the news story since it made national news news, and now they're copying. It's like that silver, was that silver uh, beam mana... Um, Oh, that that um. What's it called? A mo- monologue or mono? You know, the big silver metal things that, that was start showing up, up everywhere. Oh, 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 monolith. 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 Yes, yes, monolith. yes. We made one. <laughs> we. When did you start speaking French? I did. <laughs> We's a lot of people. He says. We, as in the show, we made one. Put one in the middle of out. Georgia. <laughs> That's awesome. What the damn Sam hell is that? <laughs> we got one here in Georgia. Shoot it. Shoot it down. It got news coverage, too. It did. That's awesome, you guys. It was cool. It's called a radio bit. <laughs> it is called a radio bit. I've been going back and forth with Amazon on a package. Uh, I ordered this piece of office furniture, and it comes in two boxes. They sent me the first one, and I had some guys that were in my house. They're going to put it together for me. And they're like, dude, you're missing a lot. Oh, no. So I call, call the company. They're like, call Amazon. You should have two boxes. Call Amazon. They give me to the second level, second level people, and they're like, "Yeah, you're supposed to get two boxes." <laughs> Are they sending the other one? So they gave me like a hundred bucks, and they's like, "We're gonna resend it." Cool. Then I get an email, send back the box. So I send back the box, which was heavy, by the way. 
week later, which would have been this week, a couple days ago, I get the other box. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> so I got to get back on the phone and have the same phone conversation. You should have like, just kept that box. Well, I told him, I said, there's no way. This one's bigger and it's heavier. It's like 300 pounds. I'm not taking this to the store. It's not happening. Mm-mm, no way. Like, you can bring your shiny ass over to my house <laughs> and pick, pick it, it up. up. <laughs> Where did Voodoo, you said that you had family members cursed. Yes. And some passed mm-hmm. because of Voodoo. Yep. And my I, mother said my grandmother passed that way. And I pretty much told you that you... We're lying, is what you were saying. Well, I don't know if I said you're lying. I just you said did. you weren't telling the truth in a lying fashion. <laughs> mm-hmm. a same, same. <laughs> Actually, I think I told you to tell her she was a liar. Well, that's right. Where's yeah? Come on, get the paper. Hey, Jason, it's Nelson. Tell Mickey <laughs> D she's lying. <laughs> it's Nelson again. Just make sure you know it was me. <laughs> At Foxtrot Nelson. Stop doing up my gamer tag. <laughs> French wrap. Thank you, bud. <laughs> so Mama D, which is Nikki D's mother, she's the sweetest woman in the world. She wants to come on the show. She does to explain and now, set the record straight for you. Most of the time, Mama D always agrees with me. Mm, not this time. Well, we'll see. She won't. I don't know who's telling the truth. <laughs> what do you mean? But well, I am I am curious if you had people die in your family of voodoo. I mean, it's very, very sad, and I don't want anybody to cry, but Jesus, Mary and Joseph, that's... Voodoo stuff, man. Voodoo hoodoo. Voodoo it's hoodoo. Real. Right. All right. We'll talk to Mama D here in a minute. It's the BS on any rock. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can listen free at any time. Plus, get all the podcasts on the Odyssey app. Hope you do that, especially over the weekend. Uh, as well as on the baileyshow.com. A lot of follows already today on the social media, so thanks for those that have done that. If you haven't, you want to, we'll follow you back at Listen to the BS on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you're a YouTuber type of person, there's tons of content, as we call it, on uh, on our YouTube channel, at The Bailey Show. The draft, I again, West Coast time, uh, just started out the second round. How cool is this, the first pick of the second round, uh, the Steelers take Joey Porter Jr. I mean, like, there's a picture that's kind of making its way around the internet. And even if you're not a football fan, Joey Porter was a very, very good linebacker uh, in the NFL, and he played for Pittsburgh. I oh, mean, okay. he also played for Miami, and he played for I want to say Arizona. Um, but he, he he made his mark in Pittsburgh. He was a beast. And his now his son is going to play for the team he played. Oh, for. that is neat. Isn't that cool? Passing the legacy now. Isn't that neat? That's that like, anytime you see that, you're like, God, man, just the talent in that family. I know, and I know he's so proud. Mm-hmm. How did I get he ripped means. off in the family I came from? <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you, get, you see stuff like that, and you get irritated with your own family. You're like, God, couldn't you bang somebody else? You know, could bang somebody that's a, a talented person, Mom? What are you doing? Are you're you talented? Sh- no, I mean, I want to be in the NFL. No. <laughs> you play football. You're sure your mom uh, didn't hook up with Howard Stern? Uh, she just didn't no, tell you? I'm positive. Is this Mama D? It is. Mama D! Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Good. I'm sorry for dragging your daughter out here. That's okay. No problem. That gives me a chance to come to Cali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When are you coming? Because you're staying with me. <laughs> <laughs> As long... I promise, as long as I don't have to. No, Bailey, I can't say you're gonna have dogs. Uh, you, well, you know that weekend I'm sending Rach to Napa. <laughs> <Just> me, <laughs> me and Mama D. 
So, so, How you been? I'm on top of the world. Absolutely love uh, it out here. I love the station. I love the people. I love the audience. There's nothing I dislike so far. Right. Great. Um, now, your daughter's, I think, telling stories again. And, and this is what I do is I'll get Mama D on the radio mm-hmm. when I feel that Nikki D, little D, is telling stories. Which I'm never telling. Mama D, she said that you had family members that were cursed, hexed, voodooed. Is that true? That is so true. And, you know, I'm looking for my list. I had wrote a list down because there are several people. Oh, yeah. Told you. Several people in your family that were cursed. Mm-hmm. More than one. Well, one, one, only one person is not in my family. She was actually a neighbor that lived across the street. But, yeah, my grandmother, when I was growing up, um, we wasn't allowed to eat at people's homes. So I said, well, why we can't eat at nobody's house? Like, everybody else eat at other people's house. And my mom said, no, that's how I lost my mother. And I said, what do you mean? So she said when she was a kid, she was 15 years old, um, her mom was engaged to marry this um, gentleman. And his mother pretended to like her, which she really didn't like her. So they always had a cat. My grandmother would scatter the cat. And she noticed when she started going over there, the cat was no longer around. So she didn't think anything about it. She went over there, ate dinner, come back. So she started getting sick and sick. And my grandmother, my great-grandmother, who was her mother, took her to the doctors, and they couldn't find anything wrong with her. But she was really, really sick, and she was getting worse. So one of the old ladies in the neighborhood or whatever came over and looked at her and said, you need to get her to um, a root person. They call them root workers back in those days. You need to get her to a root worker. And they drove up from way across from where we live to Rome, Georgia, and that's north of where I live now. And they took her to a root rock up there, and the lady looked at her and did whatever they do. I don't know what they do. And she told her, she says, yeah, but it's gone too far. She said, whatever she's done is all over her body now, so all y'all can do is take her back home. So they got her back home, and my mother said when she was dying on her dying bed that she called them and said, Mom, can you hear? She said, you hear the cat? You hear the cat? And they said, no. She said, yes, you can hear the cat. I hear this cat. And they said when they put their ear to her stomach, they can hear this cat meowing. Now, her father, who was my great-grandfather, he wouldn't even go in the room nowhere near because he was so afraid of roots and hexes and all that kind of stuff. He wouldn't even go in the room because he felt like it was going to jump out of her into him. Mm -hmm. So he didn't go in there. But that's what happened. What the? (laughs) Fix your face. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. That is the trippiest story. That is a true. That is a true story. That Mm -hmm. that really happened. When you said really happened, Mama D. When you said you said root workers, is that what you said? Yeah. Yes, those are people that put voodoo on you. Back in the old days, they call them root workers. What do they call them now? Voodoo people. Voodoo, hoodoo, people. Yes, <laughs> they still call them the same thing. And um, my neighbor across the street, um, her boyfriend put a hex on her that he planted some plants outside of the front yard and by the steps. And when she would come out of the house, she would fall down the steps and get sick and all this kind of stuff. So my cousin next door, she said, try going out the back door. So when she'd go out the back door, she would never get sick. But every time she'd come out that front door, she'd fall down them steps. And so they moved from there around the corner to another house. And when they got in that house, she was sick in the house. And he came in the middle of the night. Me and my other cousin was sitting on the porch, and we were, you know, sipping on a little alcohol and stuff. And we were sitting there on the front porch, and we saw him dig up these plants. And we said, what is he doing with them? So when we knew he was going to work because he worked during the day for the electric company, we went around there to visit her, and we walked around the house, and he had them planted by her bedroom window. All right. Well, hold on with that one. So the the plants, 
she's obviously allergic to the plants. Has nothing no, to... she wasn't allergic to the plants. He had put a spell on her You're... with them plants. The... And they had said that when they reached, because her people mm. took her somewhere, and they say when they reach a certain length in the ground or whatever, you know, that'll be her time up or whatever. I'd have dug the flowers up me. I, I'm digging the cat story. And, and I'm sorry that, you know, it was your grandmother. Um, yeah. That, that's very sad. But the, the cat story. I've never heard anything like that before. It, real or not, that was that was a hell of a story. <laughs> like yeah, people yeah. could hear a cat in your grandmother's that's what, belly. That's what that's what they told me growing up. And I'm telling you, Bailey, we wasn't allowed to eat at anybody's house. We wasn't allowed to drink nothing from nobody's house growing up. And I can remember dating Nikki's daddy and going to their house, and um, his mother said. You're going to eat Sunday dinner with us. And I said, I can't. She says, oh, yeah, you're going to eat Sunday dinner with us. I said, I can't. And I left because I was scared. Oh, my God. I just thought of something. What? The cats in your grandmother's belly. Do you have anything in your belly, Mama D? Do you hear any animals? Not at all. Not at all. All right. Well, listen to this. Your daughter's got dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) Her stomach makes dinosaur noises. And I thought it was acid reflux. I heard them. You, you okay? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, yes, yes. We need to we need to help Nikki D because I think she is. You think somebody put a hex on her with some dinosaurs? Yeah, she was telling me a story. She was dating this guy, and he would go over his house all the time, and they used to have a pet dinosaur. And they, then she went over and just the pet dinosaur disappeared. Oh my god. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. something else I can remember when I was little at my great grandmother's house. Well, she was my great 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 grandmother. She used mm-hmm. to keep an egg in a sock, and she would hang it above both of the doors in her house. Above the door, and mm-hmm. it stayed in there until the, like the sock was black. It turned black. What 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 was the egg for, Ma? The egg was for when you were teething, and we had to put a dozen of eggs out the chicken yard on the floor, and the first egg you touched. She put it in your sock, and she hung it above the door so you wouldn't have problems cutting your teeth. Oh, you got a weird family. (laughs) 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 Y'all should write a book. I'm telling you. Yeah, I remember that. You got eggs and socks and cats and bellies and... Plants with poison. It's and real. You got all real stuff. Dinosaurs in your gut. I mean, yeah. you got all kinds of things. Well, I got one. I have one better than that. Oh, please. <laughs> then oh. my my she's my godmom, and I'm just gonna use her first name, Carol. Um, the lady next door to her threw bones over in her yard. Her daughter went out there. She looked at those bones because they was ash white. I've never seen white bones in my life. They were just solid white chicken bones. And her daughter looked at those bones, how they was arranged in her yard, and she picked them up and put them across the fence, and she went around, and she arranged those bones the same way. And when she went over to visit her to tell her about it, she had told her, she said, there's a napkin you dropped on my floor. And Miss Carol said, no, I didn't drop that napkin. And the lady told her, yes, you did. Yes, she said, no, I did. She said, well, you need to pick it up. And she wouldn't touch it because she was afraid of her. Because they said she was a witch, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, if all these people... And Nikki, you know who I'm talking about, right? I know. Miss uh, Leapot. Okay. okay, so if, yes. all the, if all these people are putting curses on, obviously, everyone that you know, <laughs> <laughs> how do we know that they're a part of some type of... Black you know, magic? Yeah. I mean, Because that's where that stuff comes from. Well, I understand that, but are they wearing a shirt that says, you know, like, I survived Santeria Day or something? Oh, I mean, no. That's good. no. No, it's just no. certain instances. They're normal people that look just like you and I. And I'm going to tell you what happened about my grandmother that made it so 
strange is because my mom was a nurse at the hospital. And when that lady got sick and went in the hospital and my mom went in her room, she looked at my mother and knew exactly who she was. And she went and pushed her button and requested that my mother was not allowed in her room. Because she was afraid. And let me tell you, my dad had the same thing happen to him. There's certain signs and things that you know just from past down of when somebody's put roots on you or try to put roots on you. I've never heard that before. So put uh, roots yes. on a lady yeah, I mean, that my dad yeah. was dating put roots on him. And I can remember the day that she did it. One of the things they say you can do is if a female takes part of her um, cycle, the blood from her cycle, and puts it inside of your food and you eat it, they can put it on you that way. And that's what the lady yes. did to my father. And my great aunt had to drive four hours. It's, it's just something we know. I don't know why I know. I've always known that my whole life. How do you know that was in your dad's food? Oh, how do I know? Because nobody ate that food that day but him. I can remember that I came home from school vividly and I opened the no, pot no, no. and I remember saying, oh my God, what is that? And she's like, oh, it's, it's spaghetti, but it's, it's just Ooh, for your dad because he, he wanted a certain something or whatever. Yes. And I'm like, yes. I don't want it anyways. So we ate pizza. The only person who ate that spaghetti was my dad. I remember that. I remember them telling me about that with your dad. My aunt had to come three hours and drive, and I, I don't know everything she did, but I remember she came to our house. We all had to come out of the house. She walked around and poured salt all the way around the perimeter of the house, and then her and my other aunt went inside and did something. And then literally the next week, my dad broke up with this lady, and she went to prison for five years. Why? Because she yeah. wrote a bad check. Oh. And she got busted for fraud. Not, not Literally about, a week later. Not though. cursing anybody. She didn't go yeah. to jail. I don't think you can go to <laughs> no. jail for cursing. <laughs> no, you can't prove it. Did right. she write the check in blood? She didn't write the check in blood. Oh. She wrote it with a pen. That's the most disgusting. Th that's gross. Yeah. So you can take people's hair to put roots on them. You can put stuff in but their But you food have to believe in whatever it is that you believe in in order. I mean, like, I can't take out an eyebrow and throw it at Nelson and go, thinner. <laughs> oh, right. You know, or something like that. I can't. I you got to buy into it. Yeah, you got to practice witchcraft. Witchcraft. That's yes, it. Witchcraft. You have to practice but, witchcraft. But like, I don't have to buy into it, right? Like, let's say you are a practitioner of it, and you do throw the thing at me. I'm a Rudy Tootie. Yeah, you're a Rudy Tootie. It only matters that you're the Rudy Tootie, right? It doesn't matter if I say, oh, no, it's, it's doesn't matter if you're. Yeah, okay. just as long as I believe. Mm hmm Yeah, mm -hmm. that's how it works. That blood thing's like yeah. Golden Child. Remember that with Eddie Murphy? Yeah, they, gave they it to put the kid, a kid. And the oatmeal had the blood in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, that's okay. weird. That's yeah, there are people out there like that, Bailey. They really are. And you just have to be you just have to be careful of who you're around. Like, um, I don't daughter? eat from people when I go to their home. <laughs> well, look, let me, no. let, let me tell you something, Mama D. I've lived a pretty good life. And this is the first time I've ever even been involved in a conversation like this. So when you say be careful... <laughs> about who you're around. I wouldn't know about any of this stuff if I weren't around old del dinosaur belly over there. <laughs> Luckily for you, I don't do roots. Uh, no, she doesn't do she doesn't do that. Were you asked to at one time? No, I was not. Yeah. But I've encountered people that do. What is who are we hanging out with? I don't know. That's so I crazy. quit. I've been accused of it, but I don't. You've been accused of it. I have been accused of it. By, by somebody that's crazy, though. Oh, she was having a lot of bad luck in her life. and Have you listened to the past 11 minutes of this show? <laughs> They're crazy? <laughs> She's crazy. <laughs>
And wouldn't that wouldn't that be what you said if you didn't want us to believe that you were casting root? Oh, she was crazy though. She was crazy. She was cra- PhD psychology. She went to Harvard. Great family. Valedictorian. Nuts though. Absolutely bonkers. Crazy. All right. Yeah. Mom and D, I want to get let you get back to working on that car. Okay. <laughs> so loud in the background. <laughs> y'all i'm sorry you gotta be still where are you going mama d we found a new house uh oh you're getting a new house yeah so she yeah. have to have to pack everything and get it out of there by why don't tomorrow. you move out here well can't move that far why it's the same thing it's, everybody says that it's like i can't believe you're moving across it's like you still got to get on a plane you still you know right it's, it's not a it's not a big deal Moving's moving. I, I kind of like Georgia. I'm gonna stay here for a while. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna a, come visit. It's a great state. Don't get me wrong. I just I would like to be closer to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come visit. Okay. Well, you're staying with Hi, me. Nelson. No, she's not. Hi, Mama D. All right. I heard uh, he offended you or something the other night. Said you stunk or something weird. Oh. He did not. He oh. didn't do that. What did he do? He was really he didn't do sweet. anything. He just spoke. He just spoke to he me when I was to talking her. to Nikki. What did you say earlier? Did you say something like that? I'm not I making just, that up. I didn't say Nelson offended my mom. I never said that. Oh well, you, you totally made that up. You gave me a piece of paper. Oh. And said, <laughs> hey, Jason, it's Nikki. Get <laughs> <laughs> another note. You got another note. I get another note. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they give you notes in the middle of the show, but they do that. I know. I'm trying to to host a radio program, Mama D, and these two are passing me notes. They sign it like eight times, too. Crazy. He's ridiculous. (laughs) Okay. Well, you guys have a great time. You too. It was a pleasure talking to you again. And And it was great talking to you again. I'll talk to you soon. And don't be a stranger. Call anytime, okay? All right. Take care. Love you. Bye-bye. I love you. Love you, too. Such a sweet one. I love my mom. That's a, I gotta be honest, uh, all seriousness. That's the trippiest story. I've like sh- your family was hearing cats in your. That'd be your great great my great grandmother. Yes, great grandmother. Mm-hmm. Her belly. That I mean, if that didn't freak anybody else out, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> that is the trippiest thing I've ever heard in my entire life of America. That is crazy. Yep. You it's weren't. What you weren't alive, right? Of course I wasn't. That was my yeah. great grandmother. Her mother, though, was alive when I was a child. Well, you can still be alive. Your so my great, great, great grandmother was still alive. She would have, she could have been, yeah, she could have been alive when I was born, but she was. And they all heard cats in your in your stomach. Yep. And it was because they were feeding her the cat, obviously. Right. That's why my that mom said curse. she dressed the cat. So they have to give you something of mm-hmm. whatever it is. And... Right. Right. Gotcha. That's how it works. That's what they do on that. Uh, have you ever seen Thinner? Yes, and I knew exactly what you meant when he did when he hit that one. He hit the woman, and then the old man cursed him. Right, 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 right. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And then he gives the pie at the end to curse yes. his family because she's cheating on him. Uh huh. Yeah, that's a that's a really good one. All right. Anyway, good stuff, Mama D. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Uh, do you have a problem reaching for your phone as soon as you wake up? Yes, I do. I think the answer to that is everybody, yes. 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 Uh, I have ways you can stop reaching for your phone, but here's the second part of that. Do you reach for your phone right after sex? Hmm. That's disrespectful. Yeah, but I bet you a lot of people do it, and they don't think that it's disrespectful until they're called out, if they're called out. I'm thinking about it. What do I do? Hmm. And I don't know if people would call somebody out. I'm curious if somebody will tell me a story about them calling themselves out or they actually do it and they don't realize that they do it 
and it's kind of disrespectful. But I don't yeah. know. We'll have that conversation here in a minute. 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. I've got one that's better than any of these ideas to help you stop reaching for your phone as soon as you wake up. You do it, right? I do. Yeah. Instantly. Mm-hmm. Most people do. Because it's, it's, it's my alarm, number one, so I hit the thing, and then I instantly look and see what I missed. Well, that's the first thing they say. Use an alarm clock instead. And I have an alarm clock, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Old school alarm clock. I don't use it. You know, get a, uh, I use uh, an um, Alexa. It's nice. I do Alexa It's great because you can talk to it. You can be like, Alexa, set alarm for 64. I always do odd and weird numbers. 6.42 a.m. But you know I don't use Alexa because the one day that I was late coming into a morning radio show was because I told Alexa to turn off. And it never turned back on and I overslept. And after that day, I've just never used that as my alarm. I just set like a bunch of them on my phone. Well, when you do mornings, you got to have numerous alarms. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I thought I told you that at some point in time. You got to have a couple of. They, actually, when when years and years and years ago, I was taught. One of my mentors said, "Set an alarm." I usually don't have a problem getting up, but he says, "Set an alarm across the room." Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a good idea. So you have to. So physically, you have to physically get now, up. Now these yeah. are the days that you couldn't talk to your alarm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, keep your phone in another room at night, but you can't do that for emergency purposes. Because that's everybody's excuse. What if it's an emergency? All right. Uh, starting, start a different morning ritual. That's, I think, more helpful than any of those two other, two other ones. But I mean, the, the number one thing I do as soon as I get up is go to the bathroom. I can't do Stop going else. to the bathroom. I have no, to go to no, the bathroom. Go to the bathroom in the bed. Hold it. Oh. TP's the bed. Okay, I'm in no. your bed. You got it. You got. <laughs> Never mind. Stop it. Stop it at TJ Maxx tonight to get a cover. <laughs> Set up app restrictions for early morning hours. Well, if you can't figure out how to turn a router off, you sure the hell aren't going to figure that. Out. <laughs> Here, let me let me tell you. You want to you want to stop having dogs. I mean, not stop having uh, reaching for your phone. Have dogs in your bed. And what does that do? So they, you got to play with them. Yep. Uh, you have to play with them. I don't have dogs in my bed. Well, that's another thing. You're going to have to learn to like dogs, you know. But um, if you want to stop reaching for your phone, because I think there is something to be said about it being unhealthy. I don't know what it is. It doesn't feel right. And here's the weird thing about the stigma of reading your phone or looking at your phone, especially at dinner and when you're around other people. For years, back in the day, it was acceptable to read a newspaper at a table. It was. At dinner. Every night, my grandfather had a newspaper. And it was always the man. Mm-hmm. It was like, women can't know news. <laughs> it was always my grandfather, yes. <laughs> Sooner or later, they're going to read an article about them being able to drive. <laughs> but it was always the men, right? Yep, always yep. the men. And, you know, the moms, the women, nobody ever said anything like... <laughs> Can you put the paper down just for they would eat and read the paper, eat mm-hmm. and read the paper. And then when you're able to buy a television, they're affordable enough and small enough. You'd put one of those awkwardly in the kitchen. In the kitchen Absolutely. And my, it was playing. Yep. Right. And and there was never an argument. My, never. My grandfather would sit there, read the paper. Then when my grandma put the little TV in the kitchen, he'd sit in the kitchen. We would have a million conversations around him. He wouldn't say one word. It was always on news. The television news. was always on. It wasn't anything everybody wanted to watch. Yep. It was just on the news. <laughs> just always the news. Everything was always about the news. So, like, then it was not an issue. Even today, if you can find a newspaper and you're reading it at a table, I don't think anybody's going to say anything to you. But you you crack open that phone, 
You, I mean, people will give you looks that don't even know you. Mm-hmm. Because it's so much more, like, disrespectful with the phone. I think because people always have a phone in their hands. So it's like we can't spend any time together without you looking at your phone. Well, get dogs. Put dogs in your bed and you won't look at your phone. I'm telling you. I don't want to. Well, you've got another shot at this. So when I when I go back for my daughter's graduation, you'll at that time have three dogs. Listen, that bed is not big enough for no three dogs. Luckily, the two dogs didn't get in there. There's no way three dogs will get in that bed with me. It just won't happen. And they told me. They gave me the business on your behalf. They were not happy about that. <laughs> they were fine. You saw how they acted when I got home. They were telling <laughs> we call we t- they were telling on you. <laughs> they slept on the couch. The couch is comfy down there. Well, you might have to sleep. We'll have Grandma Jen Jen with us now. Mm-mm. You know, she's coming in a week, so you might have to sleep in my bed. I cannot sleep with three dogs. You're no gonna, way. Well, it'll it'll help you without the phone thing. Jen will just go downstairs with them. It's Grandma Jen Jen. Grandma, Jin Jin. Please, I need you to. Grandma Jin, have you She can't get her. the names of my dogs right. She's like talking to me. She's like, <laughs> fat won't eat. I'm like, fat? No, I said dog number one and dog number two. I was like, fat, fat. <laughs> no, or Maxi Man. <laughs> what about sex? Do you look at your phone right after sex? Um, I don't normally, but I have in the past. Like, if, if we're in the middle of it and my phone rings or buzzes, <gasps> then when I'm done, I will look at oh. it. Just to make sure that, you know, everyone's still alive. I have done that. Well, is, there, is, there a, is there like a hotline that calls you when everyone dies? I mean, it <laughs> it's does. that ringtone. <laughs> it does happen. So yeah, if if I hear if I have a buzz or something, because sometimes, believe it or not, my phone is up under my back. I don't know why it always ends up under my back. But you it have does. sex on your phone? No, I. Is ha- it like extra stimulation? Like you put it on vibrate? No, I don't do it on purpose. It just ends <laughs> up back there. So if I feel it like vibrating, it ends up back. And somebody's there. calling me, then I will look at it afterwards. Yeah. You're afraid of the people you're having sex with. You're like, if I got to call 911, I want to make sure I have my phone <laughs> real close. It's the equivalent. It's the equivalent of putting my Glock under my pillow. No, my phone's just normally beside me on the bed, and when stuff gets started, it's just still sitting there. That's why I don't move it. You said you're laying on it because it ends up under my back. How does how does it end? How does it go from the nightstand to behind your back? It was never on the nightstand. Oh. It was always in the bed, like it was in oh. my hand. And then maybe I set it down when some freaky stuff starts going on. And then I moved all around the bed, and it somehow ends up under my back. But wouldn't you think you would put the phone up, knowing no. that freaky stuff's about to happen? No, I never do. It just happens. <laughs> Do these people sneak in your windows at night? <laughs> no. <laughs> Freaky sneaky. No, they don't sneak in the window. Single black female looking for strange <laughs> black male to sneak through window and role play home invasion. <laughs> no, it's just how it goes down. That's all. That's, that's, it. that's so odd. <laughs> That's how Nelson breaks his phones. He's got yeah. the same problem. He yeah. puts them under his back. It's just why I'm eating in bed, though. There's no one else. It happens. You look but... at his mattress. He's got iPhone implants or impl- imprints. <laughs> Not implants, imprints. That's funny. But if you look at your phone after sex, that's disrespectful. Yes. You should um, be spooning or cuddling yeah. or reciting no, poetry. No, I never do that. Smoking a cigarette, doing never. something. Getting no. her a towel. I mean, I never yeah. do that. I'm either going, I, I might check my phone. I might go to sleep or I might go to the bathroom. But I don't do all that cuddling stuff. I don't like what? that. Well, Rach, after we made love, you know, and when, <laughs> when that 48 seconds is up, <laughs> that long? she used to she used to look at her phone. And I I wanted to, you know, oh. 
I wanted to snuggle and be romantic. And so I found a way to make her stop looking at her phone. Well, you put the dogs in there when you were done? No, 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 no. I told her to go make me a sandwich. Oh, my wow. God. And I'm, she would get up and go do it? I'm just kidding. I, I was no, about to say, that's what they say in the movies. <laughs> like, she really did that? Can you imagine me telling my wife to go make me a sandwich afterwards? <laughs> she would beat the schnizzles out of me. <laughs> Hey, she would domestic violence me for days. <laughs> Are you kidding? That might be dumb, but I ain't stupid. Listen, I was about to say, Rach is nicer than I thought. Uh, third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why Apple Juice got a woman arrested and why an ESPN worker was fired. All right, two big stories from today. Get learned. Third round of headlines coming up here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Yes. Stand by for news. News, news, news. Time for today's top two. Headlines. Here we go. Third round of headlines, Nikki D. A woman goes crazy in the airport over apple juice, H5. Developing tonight, two TSA workers are recovering at home from the hospital after getting checked out this morning, uh, attacked at Sky Harbor Airport. It happened before 6 a.m. at the checkpoint in Terminal 4. A 19-year-old woman got arrested in the Phoenix airport. She's going through security, which we all know we get through the security. Certain things you cannot take. She had a bottle of apple juice in which, of course, they took it from her. Well, she flips out, runs around, tries to get her apple juice and whatever else they took from her back. Of course, they're like, ma'am, you can't have it. She climbs over the table, stands up on top of it, and she pulls one of the lady um, ponytails and punches her in the eye. She bites another TSA worker. Of course, she was arrested, but two of these workers had to end up going to the hospital. They didn't have any life-threatening injuries, but she definitely held up 450 passengers because now they had to be rerouted. And she's charged with disorderly conduct, oh Lord, disorderly conduct, assault, criminal damage, and she's facing up to fourteen thousand dollars in fines. I think that there's probably more to that story. It has to be because this doesn't make sense. Now she's young, so this could maybe be her first time flying, and she doesn't now, understand the rules. I don't know. I'm I'm not a very big fan of TSA and the way they mm-hmm. treat people, and you know, I. So I, you I, think they did something? Well, I, I, the lady shouldn't have obviously acted like that, but uh, there's, you know, like there's sometimes. I mean, there's some good TSA people, right? I, I just I don't like TS. I don't like how TSA is designed from the very beginning, post nine eleven. It should be ex military. It should be ex law enforcement. Period. The end of story. Yeah, but those are the people that should be doing that job. Uh, and you just get these people that are so rude. And it also depends. Now, granted, in their defense, it also depends on what airport you're at. I have not had an issue uh, the Sacramento International Airport at all. You know, it's the bigger the the bigger the airport. Denver, they were not very nice. You know, the bigger oh. the airport, for some reason, the bigger dicks they are. I've never had anybody at TSA necessarily be mean to me. They're just not nice. But like they've not said anything mean or whatever. They're just not nice. And, and they're and the, here's another thing is there's different rules for different airports. Which yeah, doesn't take make off any... your shoes here. Here you don't have to take off your shoes. I'll be so confused. Like, do the shoes got to come off or not? Yeah, take your laptop out. Don't take your laptop off. Talk. Take your shirt off. Take, let me, <laughs> take let your me, shirt. Let off. me feel you up. And, all these different rules for different people, different places. I so. had different rules at the beginning of TSA and then at the belt because I said, hey, do I got to take laptop out here? I have two of them in this bag. And he goes, now you just leave them in there. Soon as I got past him, got to, up to the belt and said, I got yelled at by TSA. What are you doing not taking your laptop out of the bag? 
The guy four feet away from me just said not to take them out. Oh, That's you not the rules. You narked on them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were putting you through the test. We were we were leaving. Uh, my wife and I are leaving Chicago. It was years ago, and she was so excited. And this was our fault. But she was so excited. She bought all these jellies. Like we were at a like a market or something. It was like some fancy, fancy jellies. And she was just so excited about her jellies. Mm-hmm. And that's all she was talking about, her jellies and jellies and jellies. And so we're, we're you know, getting ready to board the plane. We're going through TSA. And they're like, you know, excuse me, we got your stuff. Oh, she had it in her carry-on. And we watched. And they, by the way, these jellies were not cheap. And we watched them just take the jelly and just. And, and it wasn't like the, it wasn't like the, I'm really sorry for your loss. Let me throw it away without you seeing it it was the i'm gonna hold it up as high as i can and drop it so it takes longer for it to hit oh. the trash can bottom ah, Dang, you know, like that that's kind of brutal she was furious you know that's when you get into the oh do i look like a terrorist because there's going to be a jelly terrorist but she didn't punch anybody so she still followed the nah, law she did not punch anybody all right second headline Make sure if you're talking crap that a camera isn't rolling. H6. Yeah, so that was ESPN reporter Marley Rivera. Um, they were at a Yankees game, before a Yankees game, and they were both uh, standing in line trying to interview Aaron Judge. Now, the Marilyn Rivera starts talking to the other reporter in Spanish because they're, they're both Hispanic women. Uh, well, they look Hispanic. I'm pretty sure they both are. And the other lady responded back to her in English. So she said, oh, I'm sorry, you know, you speak English or whatever. And the fight was which one of them would get up there first. Well, the Marilyn Rivera walks away from the lady, but the a camera is literally right in her face. And she calls the lady the F word and well, it was the C word. It was the other reporter's photog. Yeah. That had, I mean, she she has to be, you've been in this business, you know, hot mic, hot mic. Mm-hmm. You've got to know that that's there. And, that la- and the other lady is the wife of a very important guy in baseball. I forget who it is. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah, if it were, look, if it were anybody else, nothing would have happened. Oh, but because wow. of who she is but and because who of, she's married to, that's why she got fired? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was unprofessional, but... If anybody's ever been in the pit with a microphone before, people get very mad, very upset. Mm-hmm. News people are, are at a, you'll see that, and they're to their credit, you know, they're here at six reporting live from the da 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 da, and they're very professional. Mm-hmm. Two minutes ago, they're like, "Hey, bitch, get out of my way!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Throwing blows, but they can they can get it together. You know, it's part of the business, right? Bitch, get out of my way. Stop rubbing into me. Tonight at 6, we're going to tell you about the man that was caught streaking by the 7-Eleven. Was it too much for a Slurpee? You be the judge. Back to you guys. You know, <laughs> you son of a bitch, get out of my way. You know, I've seen it. I've seen it. The Casey Anthony trial was in my backyard. And, and I have a lot of friends in the news business there in Orlando. And they were feisty. Now, they knew each other. It was cool. But they were feisty because everybody wanted the scoop. Yeah, trying to get in and get interviews. And if it's a big deal, like Aaron Judge is a big deal in the sports world, right? He's a big deal anyway. He's mm-hmm. one of the greatest baseball players playing. You know, when you get a national crew that comes in for a story, like the Casey Anthony or the Trayvon right. or something like that, and you're like, this is my backyard. I want the scoop. I want it. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and you're getting trumped because the national people, you're getting pissed. You're getting feisty. That's your job. That's your Emmy on the line. 
Yeah, but you got to be careful on not saying in front of a camera. No, I know. <laughs> Especially that word. Like, out of all the words. The C word? She went heavy. Yeah, F and C. She was mad. Yeah, like, Even her the look on her face, I thought she was going to hit the lady. I don't know if she would have gotten in as much. She was, what, fired or suspended? She was fired. Yeah. I don't know if she would have been. They're laying off everybody anyway, so it's just probably say, the excuse. It seems like a lot of people are getting fired now for less. Uh, I, I don't know if she would have been fired. She used a different word. Even if she would have combined it with the F word, right? Like F and jerk. Yeah, just, yeah, the F word's fine. Well, if she would have called her a B, you think they wouldn't have fired her. Right, yeah. Oh. Yeah, if she was so just the C like, word's that bad? Uh, I oh, think yeah. B might be right in the line, too. If you're saying that they're looking for easy ways to fire people, though. What's she, the difference? She could have just been like, hey, you not nice person. Oh, nobody says that when they're mad. <laughs> I wonder if she would have said it in Spanish if they would have fired her. No, they would not have. Because nobody would have known what she said. We have to figure it out. Oh. Mm. Oh. Uh, everybody's familiar with uh, Steven Spielberg. Yes. yes. Correct. Mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg, one of the greatest, what, directors, producers of all time. Yeah, all of them. Indiana Jones, the trilogy, Schindler's List, Saving Private Ryan. Boys in the Hood. Uh, he didn't do Boys in the Hood. I thought he did. No. Oh. Like Spielberg did Boys in the Hood? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about two different Steves. (laughs) Two totally different Steves. He did do the color. He was a producer for the color purple. Oh, that was in our game of Tones today. Yes, it was. Uh, Also, E.T., of course. Of course. E.T. Extraterrestrial. And he says something about that movie is one of his biggest regrets. We'll tell you what that is here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Hey, thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson here in a few minutes, about 13 to be exact. More code words for you. So you can get that VIP treatment to Aftershock as well as hotel stay. So listen for the voice guy, and he'll give you all the information. Then you go on to krxq.net and fill it in. A friend of mine... um. That I've known for years. She's now since moved to, I think, Montana. Uh, and her husband is is in the business, the music business. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what his title is, but he's, like, in charge of merch for, like, Hell Yeah and a couple other bands, I think. Great guy. Phenomenal guy. Anyway, so she's she just texts me. She's like, hey, you know, congrats, you know, on the gig and all that stuff. Are you going to Aftershock? And I was like, I think we're we definitely should be at Aftershock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we got a broadcast here. Like, uh-huh. we got a setup or something. I was like, I- I'm assuming we are. Yeah, I- yeah. she's like, okay, I'm going to be there. And she-, she used to cut my hair. She's a hairdresser. She's a hairstylist. She used to actually cut your hair. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah back in Orlando, yeah. And, you know, I figured she still did it. And I knew that because her first husband was in a rock band, so she would cut different rock stars' hairs and mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know if you remember when Jacoby from Papa Roach was in the studio. I had mentioned we have a mutual friend. That's it. Yeah, I remember. So she you know, knows all these guys, and she cuts their hair. So she started this business where she's backstage at all these big festivals, like especially all the Danny, Danny Wimmer Presents festivals, and she's cutting all these rock stars' hair. That is such a great gig. Isn't and it makes brilliant? sense because they're traveling. They don't have time to go get a haircut. Exactly. And, you, you know, like a lot of these guys will have – uh, tattoo artist in certain cities and they'll mm-hmm. wait till they do a gig there in order to get a tattoo because they trust them. Oh, that's good. And the same thing would be for somebody that cut your hair. Exactly. Right? Makes sense. All like, the sense. Like, you, good job. That's <laughs> we've great all, business plan. We've come all, we've all come a very long way. Uh, give us a follow on the social media. If you don't mind at listen to the BS, Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook, we will follow you back. Your phone number, 
Uh, if you want to get in on the last hour, at least, 916-909-0985. Steven Spielberg, of course, known for the Indiana Jones, tri- I mean, you name it, but Indiana Jones trilogies, E.T., uh, Not Boys in the Hood, Schindler's List, <laughs> Saving Private Ryan, the Jurassic World. I mean, he's he's, testing you. He's, he's Hollywood. I mean, he, he's, he's done it all. So he was doing some kind of interview, I guess, um, or he's doing a master class. And he admitted that one of his biggest regrets was editing something in the movie E.T. And I'm like, God, it's been a minute since I've seen it. But what did he edit? What did he edit in the movie? I I'm guess to think. I don't know. There was a gun scene. And he edited the guns out of And I think I've heard this before. Um but there was guns. It, was it at the end when they were trying when they were chasing them and the bikes yes. go up in the air? Yes, the military is chasing them. The military is chasing because they break him out of that facility. Remember when he's sick and they got to get him oh, home? Oh yeah! And so soldiers are chasing him, and naturally, what do soldiers have? Weapons. Guns. And he took it out of the movie for a recut later for like the twentieth anniversary edition. Oh. How did he take it out? Well, I guess technology at that time. Yeah, he just he digitally removed it and then put walkie talkies in their hands. Ah! Like that's oh, great. Okay, chasing somebody with a walkie-talkie. What's gonna happen if you catch them? Right. It's always trippy to go back and watch the original Star Wars, and they re-edited the scene where Jabba the Hutt is walking in the background. Now Jabba in the original Star Wars was just a, a fat dude. He was an actual human being. Yes. And later on down the road, they went back and they edited it to where there was a skinnier Jabba the Hutt just slithering by. Right. Well, and they also had to edit a step into uh han solo or whatever his name is so like you're talking about him he was a man dressed in a not even in a suit just a man and he walks behind him so then when they digitally added the jabba body it didn't make sense for him to walk past a tail so they had to take harrison ford and digitally make it look like he stepped, stepped over onto his tail and oh. then jabba's face goes oh oh that's good i didn't realize all yeah because he wasn't in the first movie jabba in, when it was released in the 70s you have um, so many interesting facts. I don't know if they're interesting, but thank <laughs> you. Glad you came to work today, aren't you? Here, here's another considered a bad edit. One of your favorite movies, Splash. That's what my daughter's named after. Tom Hanks. Your, oh, her your daughter's not, name isn't Splash. My daughter's name is Madison. That oh, was the mermaid's name in Splash. I thought you said my daughter's named after the movie. <laughs> Splash. Splash. The movie D. was what inspired me to name my daughter, yes. Madison, really? Madison, yep. Yeah. And they name her Madison. Why? Because that's the street that they were standing yeah, on. Yeah, Madison Avenue. They mm-hmm. find her Madison Avenue. You can't, you can't splash quiz me. I just splash quizzed you. <laughs> I know it. Yeah, well. Uh. <laughs> well, if anybody should be splash quizzed, then it should be you, right? Because you know it. <laughs> There's one shot of a bottom and splash as Daryl Hannah's legged mermaid retreats back into the ocean. Mm-hmm. Is it salacious? No. Can you actually see anything during that moment? Again, no. Did that stop it from being altered? Not at all. Disney, upon adding splash to the Disney Plus service, turned the tasteful moment. Madison says goodbye to Tom Hanks, uh, Alan Bauer, into a mockery by giving Madison a pair of bright yellow Yellow hair shorts that look like nothing found in nature on our store shelves. I'm trying to think of. I want to know what that looks like. Now I'm going to go back and watch it on Disney Plus just so I can see. No. Oh. Um, oh, this one's. This one's. Pro- it's almost like they knew that they were going to have the worst edit ever. Give me M4, please. M4. M4. I have had it with 
these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday play. Everybody strap in. I'm about to open some freaking windows. It's so it's so good. Or it's so bad, it's right, so good. It's so bad that it's good. Like, don't play it on regular TV. Just don't. Because you watch Samuel. I love Samuel L. Jackson. You watch Samuel L. Jackson because he's one of the best, if not the best, cussers out there. Yes, he is. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, that man can cuss in church and it's accepted just because he's so he's smooth. Samuel L. He's so cool. You know his first movie? Samuel L. Jackson's first movie. Hmm. And who gave him his first break? Is it that cop movie? Nope. Oh, let me think. Hmm. Do you uh, not know the answer to this either? I don't think that I do. Was it was it was it the movie where they were in the high school? No. You, you it's a big movie. It's a big movie? Yeah. They just actually years later made a sequel. Hmm. And it went to Amazon. Oh, he well, was um, in Coming to America? Coming to America. Yeah, he was the guy who um held up McDowell's. Yeah, he, he's Robin McDowell. That is exactly where yeah. he was. Eddie, Eddie Murphy gave him his first break. And he was cussing in that movie too. <laughs> Just how about another famous actor slash comedian from a very funny family. We were just talking about this family the other day. Eddie Murphy gave him his first break as well. Chris Rock. No. Wayne's brother? Well, no, Chris Rock, yes, he did. Boomerang. I said Chris Rock was in Boomerang. Chris Rock was in, well, he was in I'm Going to Get You Sucker before that, but. Okay. Um, uh, Damon Wayne's. Damon Wayne's, okay. I was about to say Wayne's. Really? Brother. Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, that was Eddie Murphy, yep. Yeah, well, that was Eddie Murphy, but <laughs> Damon Wayne's is the gay guy behind the fruit bar. He's like, how much for some bananas? He's like, they're $8 a piece. He's like, $8. He's like, just go ahead and take them. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, I sent you a picture of uh, the edit, what they did there. I meant to send it to both of you. Give me oh, the bit. splash! Yeah, they basically took her hair and extended oh, it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> like, it's silly. I just sent it to you, but basically, before oh, okay. you could just see the sides of her butt, not mm-hmm. even the middle, right? And they just added more hair digitally to her flowing locks. Die Hard Two uh, and Die Hard with a Vengeance M Five. Just in the nick of time, huh? Hey, McLean, I got a first-class unit here, SWAT team and all. We don't need any Monday morning quarterbacks. Hey, forget Monday morning. My wife saw one of those damn planes these guys are fooling with. That puts me on the playing field. And if you'd have moved your fat feet when I told you to, we wouldn't get hip deep in snow right now. That's right? it. That was supposed to be him. Well, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds horrible. That doesn't even sound close. No. What what, what edits this on? That's from Die, that's from Die Hard 2 on TV. Well, oh, see, these are just movies that when you play them on TV, these uh, are how they edit it so that it could play on yeah, regular these are the, TV. Yeah, these are regarded as the worst edits that have ever been made for, for There are audio. some gotcha. movies that should not be put on television. Exactly. Not at all. That's what I was saying about the, the snakes on a plane. Like, just don't put it on TV. I saw, like, Django Unchained. Like, on- <laughs> Oh, you can't. That's way too much editing. Pulp Fiction is another one. Pulp Fiction is another one. That they try to play on TV. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, you can't put... There are certain movies you just cannot... They're not made for television. Put on TV. <laughs> and I don't know why they do it. Is Django think... just half an hour? Like when they took everything else out? No, they No, they, they edited pretty much the whole thing. Like this beep, beep. Well, no, no, they it's changed not... the words. They changed the words. Oh, God in heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They changed the words. Yeah. It's horrible. very, very weird. You know, the only movie that's not edited on television and they get away with it because it's you know, it's it's a tasteful movie. It's not a comedy. And they play it on, I think, Memorial Day as Saving Private Ryan. Oh, and they that play, makes sense. It's like because of the content of the movie, the context of the movie, and 
it's Memorial Day. We're going to let cuss words fly just this one time. The, the FCC is okay with it. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. You can't do that. It's one or the other. You can't make it up. It's another movie they play on TV that I hate, and it's Fifty Shades. They cut all the sex scenes almost. Oh, yeah. Or they redo them to where they can just show a parts of it. But pretty much the whole movie's cut. Yeah, you can't do that. RoboCop, you ever seen RoboCop? I have seen RoboCop when I was a child. Uh, you can't show Emil exploding after being hit by <laughs> Bodiger's car during family hours. But str- uh, strangely enough, you can show him melting after being doused with toxic waste. So what did they edit? They they take they take the the whole like they basically just make you think he gets hit by the car. So it's like the car is coming. He's getting hit by the car in the movie. It's just like a red mist, mm-hmm. basically. And in the TV edit, you don't see that at all. But like it says, you do see him melt. That's weird. You ever see Showgirls? I have seen Showgirls. That's what? another one that you can't show on TV. She's naked the whole time. Mm-hmm. Is that what they edited? Yeah, they edit out all the nudity and then any of the the swearing. And then like that's the whole reason to watch Showgirls. It's all it's an awful movie with the the nudity in it. Yeah, that's the other thing. You can't put a sh- a movie on television that's about drugs, sex, or whatever, and not show the drugs, the sex, or the whatever. Because you're missing major parts of you're the movie. You're missing the whole movie. you never yeah. seen Showgirls? Uh, I think I have. You I, know, that's with our girl from Say by the Bell. Yeah, Jessie Spano. Yeah. Yeah. So most men watch it just because they want to see her naked. I was never a Jessie Spano. I was a Lisa Turtle guy. Always. Oh, I love Lisa. She's my fave. Yeah. Well, you always have to pick your favorite from those shows. Yes, you did. Three's Company. I was, uh, I was a... I wasn't a definitely not a Janet, and I wasn't a Suzanne Summers. I was a Chrissy. I was the second blonde. I like oh, Suzanne. Okay. The nurse. Oh right. Yeah. I was the. I <laughs> the was the, I was the second blonde. <laughs> the, the nurse. Yeah. Uh, the Big Lebowski M one. This is what happens, Larry. You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? This is what happens. You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens, Larry? What happens when you feed a scrambled eggs? What happens, Larry? Uh, Rather rather than losing its punch when cleaned up for primetime, Lebowski somehow becomes more quotable, funnier, and infinitely stranger than the shaggy original. John Goodman's crowbar-wielding Walter ranting a, find a stranger in the Alps, get a great deal, uh, gets a great deal of the attention. They just tweak the words, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Tweak the words. Well, he must have cut that, though, because it sounds like John Goodman's voice. It does. Or they got somebody who sounds like them. Oh, that's the other thing. It's like they, when they cut, when they they add the, the voices, like the, mm-hmm. the diehard stuff. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. But that's a great gig for an actor. Like, hey, everybody gather around the TV. They're going to play the edited movie with my voice. <laughs> right? All right. We've got code words to give you for Aftershock. It's happening here in just a matter of seconds. So make sure you're paying attention and do what the voice guy does. It is the last day of our Airbnb. As we were mentioning that earlier, uh, and one Nelson has to, well, he's found a place to live. He's just got no furniture. But I do have some suggestions for him as he ventures off on his big boy own. <laughs> like he's never lived on himself. Yeah, b- because of the two months experience that I had with this dirty creature. All right, it's the BS on 98 Rock. We've got to turn our keys into the old Ponderosa. We do. I'm a little bit sad as I was... Packing my stuff up and getting everything out. I'm like, I'm a little sad to leave the Airbnb. When we moved here, I found an Airbnb in Roseville, and I said uh, to Nikki and Nelson, I said, look, uh, we've got it for three months. 
and uh, you know, I got it, and just get comfortable and all that stuff. Well, that lasted two months. Yeah, and then he's kicking us out. Yeah, well, it's, us is a lot of people. Right, me and you. <laughs> well, you need it to go. I'm doing you a favor. You, to, <laughs> you know damn well I'm doing you a favor. We have, we're, we're okay. We're okay there. Could you? I want you to be honest. Why you laugh like that? I'll, I'll, I'll wait for the question. You know what the question is. <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> Could you have lasted another month living with Nelson? Uh, another month? Well, I was never staying for the whole month. I only had two more weeks. I think I could last two more weeks. Three weeks. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's cold. Cold girl's been eating good. And why is that? Because One. Nelson is messy, for sure. Yeah. He is messy. And and I don't want to beat up on Nelson, but I walked in the other night and I was just like, oh, M jizzle. And then I'm like, this is not your stuff. This is not your stuff. Don't worry about it. Don't look at it. Just do what you're doing and go on. <laughs> That's what I told well, myself. What was wrong with it? What was there? He just, he's he's been cooking, which is cool because the food he's cooking is delicious. But Nelson cooks and he leaves everything wherever he put it at. Yeah. Like wherever he pulled it down, it stays there. The pan, the di- whatever he did. That's how he leaves it. I had to leave. <laughs> I, and this is the, the God's honest truth. I, I told Rach the same thing because her house back in Atlanta is a mess because she's, you know, poor girl's putting the whole thing together. I'm not, but my OCD, I can't be around messes. Your OCD is a little extreme, though. I can remember it, the first time you yelled at Nelson because his chair wasn't pulled in. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> common courtesy. If you pull a chair out, you push it back in. I just, there. You're right. It is. It's probably a little extreme for most people, but that's me, and that's how I live my life. And I can't, you know, I can choose. I'm a big boy if I want to be around it or not. And I said to him a couple of times. I'm like, dude, it's like we're talking about. It. He's not even. It's like he's not even. Here. <laughs> he's not even saying one word. <laughs> I'm just letting I, it happen. I, you know, there. I, I I try to talk to him a couple. Hey, please. Hey, please. Hey, please. Man, come on now. What are you doing? Come on now. Now, for the love of God, you know, then you just, start taking pictures and then it just never worked. <laughs> you know what made me upset the most What was the way that he treated the bathroom that you guys shared. So I was actually sticking up for you. For some oh. reason you weren't saying anything, but because that was I just clean up. Disgusting. Oh, I just clean it up. You know who didn't take a picture of disgusting in the bathroom was me and something that you left on the bowl. And somehow I don't know how you did it underneath the toilet seat. Me? Sure did. What did I leave? Well, I'll tell you what color it was. No, 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 no. We don't want to know that. Oh, no. If I did that, I definitely must have been like sleep or something halfway. Both of you guys are disgusting. I never do stuff like that. I I have a feeling. What? I just have a feeling as Nelson moves into his new place, which you said is, uh, well, this is. Here comes the note. (laughs) Dear Jason. Hey, it's Nikki D. Over here to your right. Did you know that Nelson's new apartment is in the hood? It's like in it's like a project. It's have you ever have you ever seen New Jack City when they take over that project and sell drugs? That's where that's where Nelson lives. By the way, it's Nikki D again. I'll talk to you on the radio. Did you not write that? I did not write that. <laughs> I don't know. Did you not write that? I did note? not write that note. It no. looks like your handwriting. This is your handwriting. <laughs> it's not. Just, you've got that green pen. <laughs> oh, I have an orange pen. <laughs>
No, Nelson's apartment is a a a, a student. <laughs> it's a student, like you know, starter up type of apartment. It is, but you know, it's not bad at nighttime. We we went over there at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Okay, he has that going for him. Yeah, because when you turn the lights on, the roaches scatter. <laughs> I hope he doesn't have any oh, no. roaches. Oh, we didn't see any when we walked through there, but you never know. He's got no furniture. No, he has no furniture. He's moving in tomorrow. Yeah, it's pretty small in there. He doesn't have a washing machine and dryer. Did you wash all your clothes up? I mean, I got like half a load that I'm going to do tonight. Okay. Uh. Yeah, because he's going to have to go at least two weeks until I get my place that he can come wash. I mean, I got quarters. Like You're letting him come over to your place and wash to clothes? To do his laundry. Yeah. I feel like that's the least I can do. do Not know, having a washing machine and dryer Do you know sucks. dirty your washer's going to be? It's a washing <laughs> machine. It cleans things. <laughs> Here, mark my words. He's going to get a roommate. You no way. Yeah. He can't have a roommate, though. Oh, I agree with you. He can't have a oh, roommate. Oh, I agree with you. He can get one. It won't last. <laughs> Not to be in his place. Like, he could probably move into somebody's room, but nobody can move in with him. Just, uh, I agree. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's going to come down to it. He can deny it all he wants. <laughs> no way. It's a blessing and a curse. What do I do? I, I can see the future. You do predict things. Unsee it then. Wish other things on me. I don't want a roommate. No, I know you don't. Nobody wants one, but you're going to find one. You you are going God. to get one. I'm telling you. Because you're going to try to help somebody out? That's he, what you think he's going to do? No, 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 no. He's going to get it because he's going to be like, you know, if it's like just for a year and they're going to give me $400. So <laughs> it's, it's not that big of... It, and we're gonna share the room. It's not like they're they're really nice. They're nice. I spent like twenty minutes with them the other night at the, the dollar store. Really, it's not gonna be that big of a dot. Yeah, and I'll I'll probably wash their clothes too. So yeah, I mean it's you know He's it's right. kind of weird that they're I don't know like seven years old and need a roommate. It's just weird, but it's gonna be fine and, and like cool. It's cool because he just got out of jail, so he needs a place to stay. Nelson, don't say he's right. No, Tell he's, him he's wrong. No. You're not gonna do that. Listen, when the guy's making sense as he's saying it, I go, "Son of a gun!" I does am that not do that. sound like him no, though? Nelson, it sounds like him. That's why yes, I want him to stand up for himself and say he's not gonna do that. Prove you wrong. Where's Curtis at? He called yesterday. How <laughs> <laughs> little Curtis come in? <laughs> Uh, well, this is what I would tell the person mm-hmm. how to live with a messy person. Oh, no. Know that they're not doing it on purpose. True. Here's eight helpful ways. I agree ways. with that for All sure. Right. Uh, I disagree. hundred percent. I don't think Nelson, the stuff that he does is purposeful or malicious. I really just think he's a cooking slob. and he just want to eat. So I don't think it's malicious, but if you do something and you do it again, even after being told you did it, either you're really stupid Maybe. or you're doing it on purpose. Now, after somebody says something to you, yes. Is I it, agree with that. Are the chairs still pulled out? The, yes. <laughs> they you are. have purpose. <laughs> she doesn't push but, her chair in. But I don't complain about that. He just acts as the chair still out. Yeah, I know. But like you come in here like you're on a high horse. Like you have I'm not coming in here like I'm on a, a high horse, Nelson. I'm not as... Nasty as you, though. No, you didn't I have mean... to say nasty. <laughs> you know what? That's the last bit of Korean beef you get. Oh, so you call God. me nasty. <laughs> Cream of beef. Korean beef. Oh. It's like white trash teriyaki. Chipped beef. Like, what are you staying at? A soup kitchen? No. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Nelson. May I have another? <laughs> Please. May I have some more chipped beef? <laughs> Do you think tomorrow I can have a... A slurp of the milk, please. <laughs> Thank 
you think you're kind, sir? <laughs> Uh, oh hey, Def August, how are you, buddy? Oh, God. I'm good, Bailey. How are you? Good, 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 good. Def August. Uh, actually, we have an intro for you, I think. We made an intro. Uh, I think yes. the producer would have it ready to go. Yep. But uh, I did. I did. It's, he can't. What? 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 Def August. Def August. What's Def August listening to? Def August. Def August. What the hell is that tune? <laughs> You like that? I, that's cute. I like that. After like after he called last week, uh, our uh, imaging uh, guru, Mr. Rice, put that together for us. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Look so, at that, Def August. You got a song. So, Def August, uh, and by the way, for those that are listening, he, he is deaf. I mean, I mean, he talks. He can hear somebody. He's deaf. Uh, and he always wants to share new music with us. He does. So, this week's new music, Def August? Well, um, it's kind of a more serious note. Um me and my girlfriend kind of broke up, and she sent me this song, and it's called Already Gone. And uh, it's uh, it's an interesting one. It's got a lot of truth behind it. But I'm not here to sing the breakup song. I'm here to sing the song that's going to win her back. I need your advice. Mm-hmm. I, got two, I got two songs. I can either sing Bleeding Love or more than words by extreme. What do you think's gonna win her back? Oh, more than words. It'd make me gay for you. Really? Yeah. I like being loved. Yeah, you can't you can't go wrong with do you know how to do you know how to sing it? Can you sing it for us? Oh, I can sing it. I can sing it. Alright. Go ahead. Alright. And I love you is not the word I want to hear from you. It's not that I want you not to say, but if you only knew how easy it would be to show me how you feel. More than words. I mean, what do you think? Come on. Don't shush me. I want to hear Def August. That's a song that you can't help but sing. That's a gem. You, Def August, you sing that. Is this the, uh, we never discussed this publicly, but is this the girl that you were dating that's a lot older than you? Yeah, I went to high school with her daughter. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You her back you let her go wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well that's what the that's what the song already going says it's like a song about you know i love you but it was never going to work in the beginning yeah and yeah. I, I t- hold on for a second maybe i take that back maybe you should go with a song from the 60s so she can reminisce from when she was in high school <laughs> Like, what are you thinking? Like, uh, Tommy James and Shondells, or... Like, uh, Baby Don't Cry, or something like one of those types of things. Man, uh, fool, to to fool, the library. How about Fools Rush In from Elvis? I mean, how old are you, Bailey? I mean, what are you? Are you in your 40s? I'm 47. Okay, all right. I mean, you would understand this woman. I'm only... 20-something years behind. It's not that bad, but... Oh, God, you look old for your age. How How old is she? She was, uh, I mean, she's not to be 44. Oh, okay. Well, I thought she was in her 60s. Okay, so she's 44 and you're in your 20s. Yeah, that's, that's a, still a big age gap. Yeah, why did you guys break up? 
Uh, I mean, a lot of things. Like, I don't know. I, I guess I, um, I'm, Definitely. I don't know. That's a good question. I, I really don't know. Do you want, do you we want, broke up a lot. Do you want me to talk to her? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she probably wouldn't fall for that one. She'd probably come over and kick my ass, too. Why don't you ask her if she wants, what is this? Fools rush in. Supposed to be fools rushing. No, in, it's, but it's not, not fools rushing. That's not it. That's a lot. Uh, let, let me know if I can help Def August, and I'll and I'll get her back. But I think there's just the gauge gap is too much for you. But you can try. The extreme more than words is a good one. I know. I, I mean, I'm gonna have to go and sing this like at her apartment because you know she's just kind of not responding to anything that I say anymore. So. That would be stalking, Dead August. No, it's not. Not if he goes any any uh, uh, love carols. If she hasn't blocked and she is not responding, I mean, she does not want to be bothered. So you go show up on her I mean, doorstep I- singing. She probably will call the police Don't on you. Don't take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let love rule. I know I'm not. I know I'm not blocked, but I know she's not wanting to talk to me. <laughs> well, don't go yeah, over I, there. I, 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 the I, only reason, or the only next time I will see her is when. Uh, at my little sister's graduation. Here's the thing. Just tell her you didn't hear her text. <laughs> that could work. All right. We got to go. <laughs> Def August, let us know how it goes. Call us next week, okay? <laughs> yes, sir. All right, buddy. We'll see see ya. Ya. All right. Let's give, him a, let's give him his proper outro, please. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. What? What? Def August, Def August, what's Def August listening to? Def August, Def August, what the hell is that tune? <laughs> <laughs> I had some more of these things for Nelson, by the way. I'll get them at the end of the show. All right, fourth and final round of headlines, what do you got? I want to tell you what track and field star lost her title and what movie prequel is coming soon. All right, get you all that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. Here we go. Fourth and final round of headlines. Nikki D. Marijuana has cost another athlete her title, 8-7. And she's been very open about some of the challenges in her life, including being a survivor of abuse in an abusive relationship. And she said she doesn't just want to be seen as an athlete, wants to be seen for all of her and all of who she is. Tara Davis knows how to work the crowd. Long jumper Tara Davis Woodhall. Um, she took first place back in the in back in February in the USA Track and Field Championships, where she jumped twenty two feet eleven inches. Well, she was also drug tested on that same day that she won, and it came back with levels of THC in her system, which means she's using some type of cannabis, marijuana, which is prohibited. So they have striped her, stripped her. Of her title, um, she was suspended for a month, which started on March 21st. They're saying the only reason she got one month instead of three, which is what they're supposed to get, is because she her use was outside of the performance time period, which doesn't really make sense to me if they drug tested her the same day she won. So it's not that you can't do drugs on the banned substance list. It's you can't do them within a time period of when you're going to be performing because they're going to drug test you. Right, exactly. So my whole question is, you guys know that you're going to these competitions. Right. You know they're going to drug test you. Why would you smoke weed or, or use marijuana in any form? Oh. Like, don't do it. It doesn't matter what the state's saying, where some places is legal. For your sport, what you're doing, it says you cannot do this 
So don't do it. How far did she jump? She jumped 22 feet, 11 inches. You know what I'd do? What would you do? I'd give her another championship. To be able to jump that far high is amazing. Yeah. It is. Like, that's the last thing I'd want to do if I were high. Yeah, you think you would get... <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Has anyone ever tried to jump, period, when they're high? You don't leave the ground. Well, she left it, and she went very, very far. Um, she uh, she also underwent a drug uh, rehabilitation-type classes. So she says she's oh, learned God. her lessons, and she's going to come back and do better. But I just want all these athletes. You guys work too hard to get to where you are to lose it just for smoking some weed. Whenever they send these people to rehab, like forcefully mm-hmm. or unnecessarily, right. like she didn't need to go to rehab. No. I mean, she, <laughs> she just smoked she, weed. She had some weed in her system. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, it's against the rules. Do whatever you got to do. But I always look at that as a slap in our face. It's them covering their ass, protecting mm-hmm. themselves, making them look like they're the good guys and they're right. helping out, and that we're stupid and we don't know what they're doing. Right. <laughs> like it, she's not a drug addict. She doesn't have a problem. She smoked some weed and ran. Track. It always makes me so angry when I see these people going into rehab. Now the people that go into rehab like on their own, they're like I need to James Hetfield from Metallica has checked mm-hmm. himself into rehab on his own cuz he needed it. Right. And, and he goes back when he needs it. That yeah, awesome. I, I Amen. Right, because you actually have a problem. But, These people don't have a problem. But the, you know, oh, she, you know, she tested for weed, and part of part of her discipline was to go to rehab. Yes. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> stop. All right, second headline: The games are back. Will you volunteer as tribute? H eight. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Hunger Games, and may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> That's my favorite line of all time. I know that I'm not the only person in America who did not know this. And I just found out last night that Hunger Games prequel is coming out November 17th. It's going to be called The Ballad of the Songbirds and Snakes. Now, if you're not up to par on Hunger Games, it came out some years ago where they put these kids into this competition and they basically fight to the death. Now, when Hunger Games first came out, I didn't watch it because I was like, I don't want to watch a movie with kids killing each other. But then I picked up a book one day at work and read it and realized that this is one of the best written books, movies, like of all time. I'm obsessed now. I remember when I went and saw the first one in mm-hmm. the theaters. Yeah. Who's the girl? Katniss Everdeen. Yeah, no, 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 her real name. Oh, uh, Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer right. Lawrence. She's a big deal, right? She yes. turned out to be a big deal, great actress mm-hmm. and stuff. And my, I think it was my daughter. She's, you know, the books. My son even, too. They're like, the books, the books, the oh, books, the books. Oh, they were so good. And we go and see this in the movie, and I walk out, and I tell my wife, I was like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. What? It's, it's, you're, we're watching kids kill each other. See, yeah. that's what I thought when I first heard about it and saw the previews. Horrible. But if you read the book, I'm telling you, the book gives you so much more of like background and understanding of what's happening that it starts to make sense. That's it's, how you get drawn in. It doesn't matter. They're still kids. Mm-hmm. They're still kids, but you can't stop watching and reading. Once you get into it. Oh, I can stop reading easily. I don't care what it is. <laughs> Didn't you read the books, Nelson? I did. Yeah. I was a big fan of I them. I couldn't stop reading. I, I, I read all four of the books before I saw one movie. Same. Who else was in the the the, yeah, the guy? Harrelson. Woody Harrelson was in it. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, like the other uh, participants. There was a guy that became something. Oh, it was like Josh. The name? one who played Gale. 
No, the one who played PETA was his yes. love interest. Oh, the one who played PETA. Okay, you know okay. who I always wanted to see in that? Who? Nelson. Yeah. What did you want to see Nelson? Wants, Can you die. imagine seeing Nelson in the Hunger Games? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't stand a chance. My money's on him. But you know what? Nelson's smart. It'll, it'll probably be something digital game that he gets thrown in and he'll win because so, he's smart. Do you really think you are going to m- not let him get food? <laughs> are you kidding me? Do you know what this man will do? Uh-huh. Yeah, and he's strong, too. He'll pick trees up <laughs> and beat you with them. I won the Hungry Games. Yeah. The Hungry Games. <laughs> the um, the little man from Game of Thrones, he is going to be the Game Master in oh, this one. Oh, Peter Dinklage? Peter yeah. Dinklage. God, I love the little man. <laughs> and Viola Davis. I'm so excited. Uh, Can't wait. He must be from the North Pole or the South Pole. <laughs> he must be a South Pole elf. I couldn't think of his name. (laughs) Call me Elf one more time. (laughs) He must be be from South Pole. (laughs) Got three houses. I get ass everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) He's great. I love that dude. Uh, Where are my uh, Greta Van Fleet? Oh, here it is. There it is. All right. So uh, we've got you and four friends. Does that make sense? Five tickets. No, no. Well, you and three friends. You get four tickets. Okay. Well, four tickets. We got to put that. You and four friends means five. Okay. So me and three friends. Right. Let me give you some math. All right. Thank you. Uh, Greta Van Fleet, (laughs) August 8th uh, at the Oakland Arena. So those are the tickets we're about to give to you. You can get on the phone now, which would be a smart move. The quick game we do every Friday at this time, it's called Band Class. Uh, there's usually a reason why we pick the song and or the artist. Uh, if you're the first person to tell me the artist, the song, and the year. All right? mm, and gotta know the year. The year. You will get these uh, tickets, four tickets to see Greta Van Fleet. So 916-909-0985. All right, get you that. Roll some credits. Last minute calls, comments, concerns. Get out for a weekend here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. Thanks for hanging out with us today. My name's Jason Bailey, Nikki D. Uh, there is Nelson. That was your band class song. We do it every Friday. There's usually a reason behind the song or the artists. This is kind of obvious. But you got to tell me the artist. You got to tell me the title of the song. And you got to tell me the year. And then I'll give you four tickets to Greta Van Fleet. Liz and Carmichael, do you hear me? That's what I need. All I three do. of those. You got them? Oh, I think so. Okay, okay. Um, it's uh, Weird Al. Yep. yep. And um, I think you chose the song because of the passing of the late, great Jerry Springer. It's named the song Jerry Springer. Very good. And year um, uh, 1999. Hey! There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a girl. Oh, my gosh, yay. Oh, my gosh, yay. Yeah, you're welcome. You and three buddies can go see Greta Van Fleet, August 8th, Oakland uh, Arena, and enjoy yourself. So thank you for listening. Do you have big plans this weekend? Um, I'm not really. Just I'm going to call my friends and find my, the three best ones to take with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who, who are we thinking? You know, I don't know. Gosh, I'm just so excited right now. I can't even think straight. I'm so excited. <laughs> how many How many friends, how many close friends do you have, Liz? God, 
close friends, honestly. I can count them probably on, on one hand, real close friends. Okay, so so five. But yeah. and, we, and we can only pick three. So out of those five friends, name me two of those friends that have irritated you lately, maybe did something in the past that you wouldn't want to take them and have a good time with. Oh, my gosh. It's probably Lily. <laughs> oh. She's kind of a bitch. Maybe I could have, have to do a Hunger Games thing to them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Liz, have a great weekend. We appreciate you listening. You sound like a very pleasant uh, young lady, so thank you. Oh, thank you. I love you guys. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Hold on. That was nice. Yeah, Weird Al, Jerry Springer, 99, Running With Scissors, The Saga Begins. It was a parody of It's Been One Week uh, by the Bare Naked Ladies. And Jerry Springer, we found out yesterday, passed away at the age of 79. We, and, you know, I told the stories about Jerry, of how much he meant to me and my career and my relationship with him and his publicist, Linda. And, and it's, it's it, 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 I'm one of those types of people that gets way sad when somebody from my youth dies. For sure. Because it makes me feel old. Well, because you have now passed on into, you're the next generation. Right. Like, you, they growing up, and you talk to your uncles and your dad and those types of people, and your grandfather, and they would tell you about when they were a kid. You didn't believe them. It was like, there's no way you were a kid at one point. <laughs> You've always been this age. Really You've always been old, right? You know, like, when, my, when I was a kid, my mom got married to my first stepdad. I think she was, like, in her 30s or something. And I thought that was old, right? Because I'm a kid. It's like, that's, yeah. I'm going to be 50 in less than three years. Oh, dude, that's sobering. Yeah, it's just it, uh, I, I, age and death uh, It just doesn't work with me. It's just it's not good. So, uh, And Jerry Springer died from, I mean, that's kind of the follow-up story that all, all the news outlets are, are talking about, which is a good thing. Uh, he died of pancreatic cancer, which is uh, a death sentence. I mean, most yes. cancers, well, I shouldn't say that, but pancreatic cancer is a death sentence. Yes. Uh, Patrick Swayze died of it. I mean, once you get it, once you know you have it, um, and it's gotten too far, there's nothing that they can do. Well, Jobs was pancreatic cancer, I think, too. Steve Jobs. Yeah, and yep. he he lamented on his deathbed trying holistic medicine to begin with. It's it's so horrible. And I believe they've lowered the age to get checked for it. Here's a funny story, actually. <laughs> Glad we can laugh about pancreatic cancer. Uh, so I had a... Uh, in a span of a couple months, and this was just like a year and a half, two years ago, I had three people close to me pass, and two of them were of pancreatic cancer, and they're about my age. One person in particular, she was a beautiful, beautiful 50-year-old woman. I believe she was 50. She looked like she was 21. She has two beautiful children. Her husband is beautiful, and they're just great people, great, great people, did no wrong, perfect people. And she passes, breaks his heart. And every time I see him post on social media, it crushes me. And so I get scared. You know, I'm now like, get checked. So I go to the doctor and I'm like, you know, I want to get a colonoscopy. They're like, okay, well, you you can, you're of age. So they send you this box in the mail and you got to do, you know. Your own? Gross stuff in the box, right? Ooh. Then you send the box back <laughs> to the duty the people. The place you got it right? from. Yeah. 
And then they said they they then will tell you if you need to get a colonoscopy. So it comes back and they say, yes, Jason, you need to get a colonoscopy. Oh, based off your samples. Based off the sample. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, now I'm really freaking out. Yeah. So I call up the doctor or a doctor and I'm like, hey, I need to get in. And they're like, well, I don't know if we're going to be able to get you in unless it's like another three weeks. Probably better <laughs> get you in next month. Like there's no urgency on their part <laughs> right. to get you in. I'm going, how is that not? How is there no urgency to get me in for a colonoscopy? And so I uh, and then I get fired. Right oh, from the last radio yeah. game. Oh. So when I got fired, <laughs> you know, I walk into this office with two dumbos and a statue with eyes that move, and and that's the HR chick. And and and, and I and the, and they're you know, I was like, they had the paperwork, and I said, "Is it finally done?" Because I wanted out of that place so bad. And I was like, "Thank God it's done. Thank God." I go by. They go, "You have any questions?" Like, "Yeah, I got a question." I was like, "How long is my insurance for?" Right. I got a colonoscopy next month. <laughs> That's all I cared about. Was getting my butt checked. <sighs> They're like, "Yeah, sorry, it's done." Mm-hmm. Like no, like no. Re- and then you know the the big boss guy who he and I hated each other. He was like, "You know what, Jason? Reach out to me. I'll see if I can get it extended." Oh yeah, I'm sure you care. You're yeah, sitting no, there. You're sitting there. You go back to your office. You probably write down a hundred times on the chalkboard. I hope he gets pancreatic cancer. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I was able to get in. It was a in and out surgery. It was the best nap I've ever taken. They found a couple small polyps and they took it out. Get checked. Get checked. If you're you know 45 and up and you've not been checked, get checked. Get checked. All right. Same for you, ladies. Uh, yeah, same for you, ladies. Absolutely. All right. Before we get out of here, Nikki D, you got anything? Eggs and socks help teething. Eggs and socks help teething. Make you not have cats in your belly. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson. Uh, anybody got a couch they don't need, and can you deliver? And a chair. And a chair. All I need is a couch and a chair. And maybe want to move in. <laughs> no, don't want to move in. Remember this day. How I am. Remember this day. Come on, yes, you do. All right, look, uh, Kings were up. At halftime. They were up at halftime by five points. So where are they at now? Let me see real quick. I got my thing pulled up here. They're still up 78 to 70. That's good. That is good. uh, Middle of the the third quarter? Third quarter, four minutes and 12 seconds left. All right, look, have yourself a great, safe weekend. Now you're going to be doing some drinking. Understand. I get it. If you've had too much, please don't get behind the wheel of a car. I've lost way too many friends like that, and we'll talk to you Monday at 3. Bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show.